Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It is the Full Court Press. AJ Nadam, AJ Salveson, Eric gone, not dead, alive, but not forgotten. He will be, we think we'll be back on Tuesday. So you got me and AJ for another couple of days. Uh, along with us is producer Cody Olson. We appreciate him and all his great work as well. You'll be hearing a lot from him throughout the show today. I uh, want to invite our wonderful listeners. Hope you're having a great Friday. Congratulations. You made it to the end of the week. Hope you got a lot of good plans going on. Uh, we invite you to participate in our show. Like always, our Gill Mortgage text line is open now. 435-339-0321. 435-339-0321. To text in to our Gill Mortgage text line. Love to hear your thoughts on a variety of topics. Uh, got a lot to talk about today. Cody, give us a list of what we got going on, man. Uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, MLB, we're talking NBA, uh, we're even going to maybe touch up a little bit on the NFL draft and uh, free agency currently right now. Yeah, absolutely, I love it. Uh, NBA, I mean, there's nothing specific we really need to talk about in the NBA there's nothing that really happened yesterday. Nobody lost and nobody won. <laughs> it was all a tie. It was all, all a tie. A good time. Did you ever hear the, uh, did you ever hear the quote, uh, I think it was from Vince Lombardi, that because um, back then you could tie in football games. I think at the end of regulation, it'd be like ties like kissing your sister. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. one of the famous quotes from Vince Lombardi. Yep. So uh, we'd love to hear from the rest of our wonderful listeners throughout today's show on a variety of topics. If you got questions, whatever you want to hit us with, shoot them out right now. Four three five three three nine zero three two one to text into our Gill Mortgage text line. Uh, again, we I mean we got Masters right, baseball right now. Baseball's. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting, Cody. I was, you know, when you said baseball, I thought about the AL East, and there's like three teams at four and three right now. I mean, it's just combobbled <laughs> of crappiness. The uh, yeah. AL East is what um, the the NFC South East or, or East, yeah, yeah. yeah, or what the ACC football is. ACC and football, <laughs> wow. NFC East, and the AL East. At least the AL ACC East. has a national title contender, ish. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you look at it, there's always one team that comes out of there that's contending for a World Series. I mean, it might be Boston, New York, Tampa Bay. It's one of those three teams, but they always got one team in the running for that. Mm -hmm. That's what we continue to forget. Uh, I was watching a little bit of the Masters uh, early today. Justin Rose right now with a two-stroke lead. Uh, He shot even today, but that's good enough to finish still at seven under uh, for the uh, tournament right as we speak. Uh, He's two strokes ahead of the uh, second-place guy, um, which is who right now? Uh, second place guy currently right now is Zalatoris. Yes, I love it. Zalatoris, let's go with that one. Zalatoris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a copy of the stuff, man. You got one, but I didn't. You're, you're loved, but I'm not. Um, anyways. Golf. <laughs> golf. Yeah, you don't even care. Are you, a, you're not a golfer though. Like, I mean, you like to go, but you're not good, right? Is that what you told me, AJ? No, I, that's that's probably about right. I don't golf enough. Oh, I, I suck. I, I think if I got into if oh, I, I have the sheets right here, I think I'd be average. I found the sheets, Cody. I think I'd Perfect. Be average. Hey, thanks. thanks, intern. Uh, I got golf clubs in my trunk right now. Do you really? I do. I have so, a set of clubs. Okay, so we had Devin Delin, who's the executive uh, director of P or not PGA of the Utah PGA. Okay. And we've had him on our show like three times, and every time we have him on at the end, he's like, "Hey, when you guys come to Highland to come golf," and I look at Eric, and he looks at me, he's like. Dude, I suck. I ain't I'll going. Are you going? No, I'm I'll not go. going either. I love golf. So someone needs to go with me, but we, we're supposed to go because we owe Devin to Lynn. 
um, a round of golf there. I'll go. I'll go. I mean, I'm going to be horrible. And I told my horrible, I was like, oh, don't worry. We'll get something good to help you on your swing or whatever. I'm like, no, I don't want any help on my swing. <laughs> that's the biggest, not, I don't care enough. That's the biggest problem. I'm about to fire some shots. If you're good at golf, you're probably not very good at your job because you got to be – you, <laughs> you do. There's, a, there's several people in the building I'm told are very good, and the reason why is because <clears throat> lunch breaks <clears throat> are not actually <clears throat> lunch breaks. I know. Hey, I'm going out with a client. All right. Uh, cool. Where's but, that client at? I'm going out with the client. Don't worry about it. It's muscle memory, and so I don't golf often enough to have it committed to memory, <laughs> the muscle repetition, and so I can't repeat a decent drive. I'll, I'll If I play a, a round of 18, I'll probably have two decent holes. Are you a golfer, Cody? Uh, not at all. Me I neither. Absolutely. I stink at golf. I love it. I love it. I really love going golfing. I'm just really, really bad. I need to get Devin DeLynn on again so he can invite me out for a round. I'll be like, yeah, I'm taking AJ. We're going. <laughs> Is that okay? Hey, Devin, if we want to get you on, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. I'm just doing this for the free round of golf. Just, we, just need, we just need the invitation again. <laughs> he may not even come in, come on, because we told him we go like a year ago. We told him about a year ago we were going to go, and well, we just, never just showed say, up. Here's what you do. You say that you wanted to go, but Eric did. But Eric didn't want to go, and I didn't want to go by myself. Exactly. Throw him right under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, not going to go golfing anyway. Just throw him so. right underneath. Just eat that, man. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, hey, again, a lot of stuff to get into today as we get you ready for the freaking weekend. No, you know we were just doing our podcast from the bleachers. Yep, couple great interviews too. Yes. We'll, we'll get to those in just I'm a bit. So I want to get your thoughts on it. But um, there is no really good stuff on the weekend for sports this week. You know, we talked about this. Was it last podcast or two podcasts ago? We had the question, which is the best month in sports? Yeah, that was last week, I think. Okay, so what's the worst month in sports? Because you said for best month, you said October. I said March. I'm going to say April. I mean, see, here's, here's my, Cause, here's my cause, dilemma. Because the opening of April, you got the national championship. That's it. Otherwise, you're looking at... Masters, but I mean, nobody really cares till a Sunday, appeal, right? Yeah. Baseball is just—I mean—starting to get into its you know groove, but at this point, four you, and three in 162 though, games I, I season think doesn't you're matter. Your answer. Don't forget, you got the NFL draft this month. At, at the end of the month, at yeah, the end of the month. But I mean, so you got to sit for twenty something days. See, by virtue of it, I, I feel like you got to say, I don't know, maybe July. The NBA Finals are there. I yeah, think. July and June. I mean, so June's pretty good because the summer, NBA Finals. That summer's keeps a through. little rough. July's got the MLB All-Star Game. Well, actually, July will have the NBA Finals this year. Yeah. And this year will also have the Olympics. The, okay, so, so not July. That's fair. So, and, and Team USA's and got some. Tokyo's got to be so mad. They had the perfect logo, and then COVID messed it up. Oh, I know. Perfect logo. I know. Uh, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe it is April. I just love the NFL draft so much. It carries for it carries for me because I'm a big fantasy football player, and I love just the so NFL. that so so the guest that had us up on Twitter, you and I, mm. that'd be a good guest then. Oh he's, yeah, we're doing that. Oh yeah, we're absolutely doing that. Absolutely. Yeah, he'd be he's giving me so much fun. I can't wait for him. Yeah, I'm to assuming come on. you're talking about piranhas who wanted to talk about fish. Oh, dude, I love piranhas, man. Piranhas is my man. Kid. He is great. I love Bronis. All right, uh, let's get to uh, some NBA basketball again. If you want to text into the show, it's quiet now, isn't hey, it? Right, four three five three three nine zero three two one. Yeah. While we're talking about uh, uh, April sports, did you see that? Uh oh, shoot. Yeah, I'm supposed to wait. You tell me when. Nuh-uh. really? I've heard the story. I think my girlfriend was telling me about it the other day. Utah hey. Windman's the ESPN March Madness bracket. Speaking of really. Speaking of him, uh, Jack Dunbar, 
uh, is putting out a wrestling camp for 2021. It's the 2021 Rich Rebel Wrestling Camp. June 4th and 5th. Is this Olympic wrestling or wrestling? wrestling? At Rich High School. Uh, it's uh, like Olympic wrestling. Okay, Olympic wrestling. I'd be terrible. <laughs> it's, it's like WWE wrestling. I, you know, maybe. Go maybe. off the top rope. <laughs> give him the belly splash. Okay, so this is a 2021 Rich uh, Rebel wrestling camp. It's at Rich High School, June 4th and 5th. Um, Matt Johnson is a three-time All-American for Iowa State, NCAA runner-up and former Wyoming assistant coach and current assistant coach of Western Colorado will be uh, helping out, as well as Clayton Foster, who's an, who's an NCAA runner-up at Oklahoma State, and Carter Downing, who was a three-time NCAA qualifier for Wyoming, two-time West Regional champion, and a three-time West Regional finalist. Uh, cost is $100 per athlete. Uh, make the checks payable to Rich High School. Camp is open from si- or to 6th through 12th graders. And there's a Friday morning and afternoon session and a Saturday morning and afternoon session. Uh, live wrestling matches will be held after the afternoon technique session on both days. And uh, please RSVP by sending an email to Coach Cornea with the subject wrestling camp in the line. Um, we want to have an idea of how many wrestlers to expect. You can email them at ccornea at School. Dot org or call them at 307-67-6577. If you have any questions, I'll tweet this out, and then you can uh, find it there and and uh, and hit it up. So, again, June 4th and 5th, 2021, wrestling camp. Um, basketball, NBA. Last night, Jazz, after a, a grueling physical game, AJ, against the Suns, that, I mean, that, like you said, had the playoff look. Uh, Suns bald. play the Clippers, lose by 10, 113, 103. Jazz play the Blazers and are in kind of a grueling fight with them for the first bit. Third quarter, they just go bonkers and run away with it and for and get their 23rd straight home victory with a 122-103 win over the Blazers. Jazz now 39-13 and 13, um, on, on the season. Yep. Portland's now 30-21. Utah is now 23-2 at home. This season, they started 0-2 at home and have not lost since the start of the season. That's impressive. It's solid. That uh, that third quarter was wonderful. They scored 40 points and held Portland in 19. That was kind of the runaway. That was the same thing that happened in Phoenix. It's just Phoenix didn't fold after that. Because the third yeah. quarter is what got them back in the game when they were oh, man. Phoenix. Portland looked like they were ready to get on a bus and go home. Yeah. But you know what? You, you brought up the great question yesterday. How do you counter... Because, I mean, Portland took the blueprint of Phoenix by sending Rudy Gobert right. in the in the perimeter on a high pick and roll. Yep. And again, Rudy just was lost. And it's not Rudy's fault. There's just no one there to pick it up at the end. And, I mean, Damian Lillard was just smelling blood right there. And uh, as was C.J. McCollum. The crazy part is, is Damian Lillard ended up finishing, what was it? Uh, 8 Lillard. of 21, 34 minutes, 312 from deep. For 23 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. He had to work for his 23 points. I think the interesting thing there is, don't get me wrong, I love me some dollar dame time, but I think the reason that Phoenix was able to exploit it so much is, one, Chris Paul's a mid, uh, mid-range maestro. Mm-hmm. Second of all, nothing against Damian. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a good point guard, but he's a scorer. Chris Paul's a team leader. Like yeah. He's a point guard. Yeah. And so I think that's part of the issue as well is that I think uh, you put Dame, uh, Damien in the pick and roll, and it's not that he can't facilitate, but it's just not. That's not the number one thing in his brain. 
Uh, let's go through the line for the uh, Jazz starters. Royce O'Neal in 32 minutes, 1 of 5 from the field. He had two points, Woo. nine boards. I mean, but he's a defensive specialist. Like, well, Brock Miller okay. is to Utah State. Royce okay. O'Neal is to the Jazz. Uh, Bajanovic in 28 minutes was 4 of 13, 2 of 5, 11 points. Rudy Gobert in 32 minutes had 18 points, 21 boards. That's a lot. That's a good uh, Conley, 23 minutes, 3 of 12 from the field, 2 of 7 from deep. He had 11 points. Donovan Mitchell, 33 minutes, 14 to 25. One of eight from three, but he still had 37 points. And Ingles was 4 of 13 for 13 points. So let me ask you this before you get to the Portland one, because we had a, forgive me, texter, whoever said it yesterday, but there was a texter who sent in and said it. they are all, they feel like whenever Donovan plays against another star, he tries to go one-on-one with him again. Do you feel like that was the same case last night against Portland? They just had a better result because Jazz are a better team? Because that stat line, when you talk about the shots and specifically the one for eight, it sounds like, I mean, it's very similar to what happened against Phoenix. He just had a little bit more success at least uh, off the three-point line than the team did, obviously. Yeah, I think it's more, and it's uh, Donovan Mitchell's an ISO guy, which kind of scares you at times because he tries to create way too much on his own. Right. But... I think defensively, or not, not defensively, but I think like guys, like when you have Mike Conley on the floor who can move the ball well, Joe Ingles, Bogdanovich moves the ball a little bit too well. And what I mean is he's too unselfish. Like you're on the court, like he's on the court to, to score and spread the floor. If you've got to look for three, you don't. he doesn't need much space. Shoot the dang ball. And, and too many times yesterday, and even in the Phoenix game, he's hesitating. He's absolutely heads, and that's bugging the world out of me. All right, shout out. It was 2417 because they just texted again. So 2417 said yesterday, it seems that when Mitchell goes against another star, he tries to outplay them. It causes more problems. Yeah. He just texted in and said, yeah, just had more success last night. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what's so interesting about it because that's what uh, why the Jazz got off to the hot, well, not the hot star because they lost the first two, but why they got going after kind of a slow, small sample size is they were just moving the ball so well. Like, you know, I, I, everybody says Golden State just because I guess that's the most recent one, but how Golden State moved it before Durant got there. Pass, 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 shot, wide sure. open. And I know that it changes because obviously Golden State's changed with Kevin Durant because you have a star. He's a superstar. He's a transcendent talent. Uh, not to say Mitchell's there, but obviously in terms of the Jazz, it's him and Gobert, the, the stars of the team. But I think you, the problem is I think you need it in the postseason. You need a guy that's like, all right, we're stuck, buckets. Because how many times have we seen plenty of teams that could shoot well? The Atlantas, the Bucks, the Raptors. They're great teams. Yeah. But when it comes to playoffs, you got to have the star. But it just seems like the Jazz don't have the balance. Yeah, that balance between a star and team right there. And, and, and I think that's what worries me a lot is that you're right. When it comes to playoff time and you need that, if you're in a scoring drought and you have that one bucket getter, yeah. you can go to him. Yes. And, and I think Donovan Mitchell's trying to become that guy, but it's – it's going to take – I mean, he's only in his fourth year. I say only. And he really is only in his fourth year. Right. You got I mean, he's going to have to take a little bit more time to get there. Uh, but when he does become that true bucket getter, he's going to be incredible because he's going to be able to do it in so many different ways. And he's going to be more consistent. Let me ask you this. This is a question that comes up all the time. Actually, uh, 692 said, do you really think the NBA would let the Jazz win the – Western Conference and go to the finals, see Kings and Lakers 2002. We talked about that a whole bunch this week. Yeah, we've yeah we've hit on that a lot. I, again, I don't I don't know if the NBA is going to have a lot to do with it. I think it's just flat out Lakers are good when they're healthy. Let, let me ask you this question, though, speaking of the Jazz. So everyone talks about, right, the super teams have been formed. you got to have at least one other star. 
blah, 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 blah. Who's got a better supporting cast if you take Donovan Mitchell and Giannis off their respective teams? Milwaukee. You think Milwaukee still? I still think Milwaukee. I and and okay. I and I say that because like you got Clarkson and Favors coming off the bench. Give me one more guy you trust coming off the bench to play clutch minutes. That's fair. No, that's fair. I just say who's the, the follow up with that? Would be who's the out of if you t- okay? So if you remove Giannis and Donovan again, who's the second best player of all those guys? The Jazz and the Bucks. Because I'd assume Go Go Bears up there. I just don't know if he's number two for you. Or three, so I guess, who's the second best player on or each third. team or overall? No. Yeah. Okay. So who's the second best plus, best player on each team? Bucks okay. So so if you remove Donovan, it's Rudy. Right. If you remove Giannis. Holiday? Yeah, I was gonna say it's either Holiday, Middleton, yeah, or Middleton. And do you take Gobert? And I would take over Middleton. You take and I take and sorry, and I, and I take well, I take Gobert over those two. Okay, interesting. I take Middle, I Middleton second and Holiday third. I'm just curious because the argument always is like, I think Gobert is where Gobert is, right? He's, yeah, he's yeah, you know what he star, is, and he's not gonna. Yeah, and Donovan has the potential to exceed past that, but again, the argument's gonna be, can you win with just one superstar? Yeah. That's which which is crazy. This is weird to say, but Utah can't. Utah can't win with one superstar. I don't know why. They need they need two. Um, okay, I'm I'm trying to think. Well, and, and I think someone could come back and say, well, every great team has two superstars. Warriors have three at four at one point. Uh, that mind boggles me. Miami Heat had three at one point. Right. Um. Give me another. Give me another championship team. Celtics had three. Oh yeah, and I mean, I mean, the early Celtics had five. Yeah. Uh, so many. The early Lakers, Lakers had five. Yeah. Um, the championship Lakers in the early thousands had two, maybe what about the Spurs. Would you say three? Would oh you yeah, say two? Parker, Ginobili, and Duncan. Two. Okay. And all three of those are Hall of Famers. They are Hall of Famers. I do not disagree. Yeah, and and but the great thing about the Spurs was different from Miami, different from. The early thousand Lakers is that that team had a bench too. Well, Kawhi was on it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's right. So I mean, I mean, even the early thousand Spurs, like the the team that won in 04, mm-hmm. the team that won in 07, they had a great supporting cast, and it's just underrated because you have Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker. Two four one seven. I would have rather have three stars than one who forces it. Again, I say three. We need Mike. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Mike is a big part of what they're doing right now. He's huge of what they're doing right now. The question I have is, like, there's Mike, Donovan, and Rudy, and they're, like, on a Tier 1 level in regards to jazz basketball, right, as we speak right now. Then there's Clarkson, Gobert, and Bogdanovich. Then there's Ingles and Favors, and then it's just, I mean, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get from George Ying on a night-to-night basis. You don't know what you're going to get from Oni. You don't know what you're going to get from, uh, well, I mean, Matt Mitchell, or not Matt, not Matt Mitchell, Matt Thomas didn't even play last night. Like, you still know what you're going to get from some of these other guys. Right. So, I mean, and and the thing is, is that Ingles, <clears throat> excuse me, Ingles and Favors are usually the first off the bench, as well as Clarkson. So, that's your three guys off the bench, and the rest of them are starters. That's it. That's all you've got. Yeah, I mean, so obviously they 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 uh, didn't have Bogdanovich in the bubble last year, and then that was one of the which it hurt, by the way. It totally did. They you could tell. I think especially near the end of the Denver series after they closed it out, they just ran out of yeah, gas. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. Cannot agree more. So, do you think that uh, does the is the aid enough for you? 
if this team, let's say this team finds a oh, man, that's a great question. Okay, it's just really so cooking. so okay. So help me here then, AJ. Is there a team that you can tell me from the Western Conference that if you go past the eight, you can tell me that they have a deeper bench? I mean, off the top of my head, I would say Denver. Denver does. I I I think the Clippers are still really good too. I think yeah, that's fair. I think the Clippers still have a pretty. Just because of the buyout market and stuff, they're pretty. They have a pretty. Solid Lakers set of don't. Players. I don't I mean the Lakers. I don't. Well, let's say if you eh, no, it's they're probably about the same spot as the Jazz. Because I mean, isn't Kuzma kind of off the bench right now? So Kuzma. Yeah. Well, I think it's Caruso. So if everyone's healthy, it'd probably be Drummond, or is it Gasol still? I don't. No, it, I, I mean, it's, center. They uh, well, they have another one too. I mean, there was because or because Gasol was complaining about playing time after they picked up Drummond. There's Drummond who's starting. Gasol's coming off the bench. They have Caruso. They have Kuzma. Uh, Montrez Harrell, I think he's over there too. Off the bench, yep. And he's a problem. So the Lakers have an okay bench. That that right. team does scare me. Like they right. legitimately scare me to death. I mean, I fully healthy. I I'm with you. I'm picking the Lakers. We were joking on our podcast that we just need to start the playoffs, and then they were like, well, watch the 10 seed win. I was like, yeah, the Lakers are going to plummet to the 10 seed. <laughs> I know. Seed. Right, we're going to plummet to the 10 all seed. All the way to the championship. And then we're like, well, we need a challenge. Let's do something else. Let's just go with 10 seed and win it that way. That would be redonkulous. That would be horrible. 2417, I'd like to know your opinion on this, AJ. Uh, so you mentioned the weakness of the bench. 2417 says that comes with minutes. They don't get enough. Yeah, uh... They they get more than they used to. Like Quinn Snyder used to have a leash the size of a Tootsie Roll for his bench. <laughs> like he honestly did. And when it came to Dante Exum, it was the size of my pinky. <laughs> I mean, like he let Dante. Wait, Exum... is your pinky smaller? Or then that than was my follow up question. Yeah. Well, what kind of? I mean, are we talking about the big Tootsie Rolls? We talking about the small ones? It's your ones? metaphor. That's what I'm trying to clarify. <laughs> okay, here. fine. Okay, fine. We'll go with king size Tootsie Roll. For the bench and my pinky for okay. Dante Exum. Uh, I'm glad we set the parameters yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Make sure we're all in the so, same mathematical <laughs> equation. So here's the thing, though, is that he and well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that he didn't trust his bench three years ago, four years ago, five right. years ago. Had no confident in confidence in his bench at all. Dante Exum would go out there and if he dribbled the ball off his foot or if he if he got to the hole and got fouled and missed a layup, he was going to the bench. I remember one time he got pulled. And he, as he's walking by Snyder, he yells at him. And he goes, what the bleep do you want me to do? And Snyder didn't even look at him. And then Exum didn't play the rest of the night. And then two weeks later, Exum was gone to Cleveland. That was, I mean, I mean, like, the, 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 the leash for the bench was incredibly short. Now, back in 18, when they were really good, do you want to know why? Because they used their bench. But their bench was, like, experienced, trusted guys. Their bench also had... Boris Diaw uh, had a capable guard. I think Joe Ingles was coming off the bench. Sabo uh, Cephalosha was off the bench. Uh, Alec Burks was off the bench. Like He had a trusted core off the bench. And I think this is the first time since then that he has a trusted group off the bench. But 2417 is right. He's not using it. Like He gives Clarkson minutes, Favors minutes, and everybody else. It just depends on the night. Makes sense. That's a great question. Uh, let me ask you, what team, I guess, why, and I guess we kind of answer this, but do you feel like they will have to expand their bench in the playoffs? Because usually when you get to the playoffs, you tighten up your rotation. But in the playoffs for this team, 
Is he going to expand that rotation a little bit, or do you think he's going to tighten it even more? I would imagine the eight guys you listed are the eight guys. Are the eight guys, guess, guys we're going to play? Besides uh, Yang. Nine, yeah, and, I, I, and by the way, Yank's one of those guys who's losing his leash, too. Yeah. Like, nine, like Snyder, nine-ish. Snyder's kind of losing it on Yang in regards of defense because if you can't play defense, you can't be on the court with Snyder. Yeah. He ain't going to handle it. No, so I, I, I'd i imagine what you see is what it'll be. Yeah. And, and, and maybe it won't be. And that's what nine. scares me, man, because you talked about it. Like, the Lakers' bench is deep, and Frank Vogel's not scared to play him. Doc Rivers is the same way. Uh, it's so easy when you can just – LeBron, go figure it out. Yeah, I know, right? Again, Kawhi, I can coach you got the it? Lakers to a championship. But we were talking to our uh, IT guy, Kevin. Yeah, we were talking to Kevin. And and Kevin was saying uh, about, like, pandemic P, when Joe Ingles faces him, Joe nobody plays better defense on Paul George than Joe Ingles just because he simply it gets in his head. All okay. he has to do is, like, crack some stupid Laffy Taffy joke or make a joke about his mama and I, Paul George just loses his crap. See, it's funny because we had you pick your path to the playoffs yesterday for the Jazz, and you didn't pick the Clippers. I know. I know. You said Memphis, Denver, and Phoenix, yeah, I believe. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, dude, like, after watching what they did to the Suns last night, I mean, I know they were coming off a of back-to-back. I get it. But, dude, what Kawhi Leonard and Paul George did, like, I think Paul George had 31 and Kawhi was really good, especially at the rim. Well, it wasn't on national TV, so it's really easy. When Which is really sad. It like, is. you it know. Is. There are two good games. Holy cow. The Jazz and Brazers game was a, another decent Like, I thought Adam Silver was supposed to be somewhat 50% smarter than Stern. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's going right. on here. How about this? We come back and we answer the question that you asked our engineer, Kevin Tron 3000. But which game meant more? <laughs> you and I aren't going to agree on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's do that. All right. Uh, te- text line is open, 435-339-0321. We'd love to hear from you throughout the show. Uh, let's get back to some more Jazz basketball talk coming up on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting-edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event is back! This year's prices are some of the best they've seen. In an effort to keep everyone safe, Earth Day will look a little different this year, running the entire week of April 19th through the 24th. Earth Day will only be held at Valley Recycling's facility at 145 North, 10th West. To limit overcrowding and to keep wait times minimal, appointments are required to drop off your recyclables. Schedule your appointment online at valleymetalrecycling.com. Snacks and cold drinks will be available. Valley Recycling's Earth Day event, April 19th through the 24th. For prices and drop-off appointments, Visit ValleyMetalRecycling.com. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and AJ Salveson. Thank you for being along the ride yeah, with us. Our listeners are incredible. Awesome. They really are, Eric. Greatly appreciate them and uh, are grateful you guys are a part of the Full Court Press with us. 2776, where's AJ? That's, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know. It's <laughs> AJ. You want to know where AJ is? I'll go get AJ for you. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan.
Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Fan. Full Court Press, AJ Adam, AJ Salveson, Cody Olton. Doing what he does behind the glass. Appreciate him. Um, I think it's worth noting, by the way, hashtag turn on Cody's mic totally worked because he's got total freedom today. I know. Well, that's that's it is disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting. He texts all his friends and they all text us. And here we are. Hashtag turn on Cody's mic. Hey, here's one for you. Since we're still talking jazz. This is Sloppy. interesting because uh, I'm reading. I'm, I stopped. I'm like two thirds through the book. Donovan reminds me of Kobe's early years with the Lakers. Sometimes he doesn't seem to trust the men on the floor from 2417. So it's okay. So Kobe was different. And and that is that 2417? 2417. That's a great, great, great thought. I love that 2417. Um, two things. One, Kobe didn't trust the guys. And two, Kobe like thought the system was built around him and him only. Yep. Even when you had a seven foot one 500-pound center in the middle who is probably the most dominant big man of all time, of all time, Yeah, Kobe thought and felt, and honestly, and this is sincerely what he felt, the system was built around him to be a scorer. Yeah. And, and, and that was the biggest issue. When the system is a triangle system built around three guys, two of them are all-stars, it is a team, And but the thing about the triangle system, Phil Jackson once said, is... It's not about the action on the ball as much as it is action off the ball. Screens, off-ball screens, movements, and rovers uh, around the baseline. And Kobe just said, the hell with all that. It is built around me getting to the hole and scoring or me creating space and scoring through the triangle offense. That's why it's so interesting because uh, I'm reading... uh, How is that book, by the way? I wanted to ask you about that. I need to buy it. Like I said, I I blitzed through like the first... Two thirds of it, and I've got. I just haven't picked it back up. It's good, and 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 the, the difference is is that Donovan doesn't think that well. And Quinn, I think, has told Donovan the system's not built around you. So a, get over yourself, and then b, I think he trusts his teammates, but then he has this notion that he's got to take over because it's on him. He feels like he's the sole responsible person to have to go win a basketball game when he's not. He's not. He doesn't have to be that guy. Like when you've got Mike Conley and Rudy Gobert, the 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 whole entire world doesn't sit on your shoulders and wait for you to take over a basketball game or go win a basketball game. And I think Donovan's got to learn that there's four other capable guys on the court, and maybe that is part of trust. Maybe that is, I mean, I don't know, but that there's four other guys on the court because I've seen him have possessions where Joe Ingles is just frustrated as all get out. Like where Joe Ingles has to grab Donovan going into a timeout and say, "Move the ball," you know, or like grab him jersey and just like pull him aside and, and talk to him. Um, and I again, I don't know if that's trust or if it's just Donovan trying to create too much for himself because he feels like he has that matchup or that he can beat anybody to the hoop. It would be interesting to know. I obviously, I hope that makes sense. By the way, two four one seven. If it doesn't, it would be interesting to know because I don't know that anyone ever will because you're not going to probably get Donovan to admit it. But is it? Because for Kobe, it was, it was a little bit of the putting it on his shoulders, but it was a lot of the arrogance. For me, what I see from way outside, I think it's what you're saying is, I think it's not it's not arrogance. It's Donovan's feeling the pressure, right? It's his fourth season. 
He boosted them to a playoff team his first year. They've been building, and they've had these flames, especially after last year. you got to think, too, how much pressure do you think he's carrying after they got up 3-1 on the Nuggets and then blew it? Yeah. Yeah, I and well, and Donovan, Donovan played out of his mind. Yes. The problem was is that they just, like, I love what you said. They just ran on, I mean, they were running on pure fumes by game five. They ran out of gas. And then happened to lose game five, six, and seven to do it. Which is unfortunate because I think they beat the Clippers. Yeah, and that's the series I really wanted to see. I wanted to see the measuring stick because the measuring stick wasn't Denver. No. Like, I mean, the Jazz purposely dropped themselves to a six seed so they could play Denver. And then the series was the measuring stick was going to be the Clippers, and we never got there, which is a huge shame. But with this team being, if, I mean, healthy, going into the playoffs against a healthy Clippers team or whoever, I mean, or, or it could be a healthy Lakers team by this point, that's, the, that's your measuring stick. Yeah. I want to see the measuring stick when it comes to playoff time when we have a bunch of fans in the arena and how they handle the road environment with this experienced team. Uh, speaking of players who struggle in road environments you had a stat on uh or uh, on something on uh, pandemic p what do you got pandemic p uh this is just a couple of little stats uh with joe ingles guarding him the last couple of years uh matched up against george on 231 possessions nearly three times the amount of any play on the jazz through those 231 possessions pandemic p scored just 52 points on an abysmal 19 for 57 shooting and six for 25 from three-point range okay so aj Hey, 19 for 57, that's uh, divisible. That's 33%. <laughs> that's even. 33.3. Yeah. Oh, so, that's you, an AJ. even number. Look at yeah. you. Gold star. Uh, here's the thing, AJ, is I honestly don't think there's much as, and I'm going to be dead honest with you, there's no as much defense with that as there is trash talking. Like, if, because if, Joe Ingles knew, I think he figured it out after game two in their 2018 series. Was it, yeah, I think it was 2018 series, right, Cody? When he was in uh, Oklahoma was City in Thunder. Oklahoma City, yeah. yeah. So, uh, game two, uh, him and, and Paul George get tangled up. Uh, and, and, and Paul George had actually played pretty well in the first quarter. They get tangled up. And then uh, and then Joe kind of swats at the ball. Uh, it comes loose. And, and Joe grabs it. And this is after the whistle. And, and Paul George kind of, you know, loses his mind a little bit. Not much. And then Joe realizes, I triggered him. Like, I got him. That's all I needed to do. And then the rest of the time, Joe plays little defense but talks a lot. I mean, he hits a three, and he looks at Paul George, and he slaps him on the butt. And then Paul George misses a three, and all Joe does is looks at him and starts laughing. And Paul George just starts trash talking. And Joe knew he got him right there. And then I think on the two possessions, no, like later in the game, I think it was in the late in the third. Um, it's it's after the whistle. Paul George, um, I think, had lost the ball off his foot, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Joe is going to try and put his arm around. Uh, or yeah, Joe's going to put his arm around PG thirteen, and PG just swipes him, and all of a sudden you got a technical foul. Like, it was just stuff like that where Joe didn't have to play any defense because he already... And then that's the thing is with Paul George, he can be a great player, but he has such a mental head case. I'm, look, the quote, one of the greatest sports movies of all time, Little Giants. Oh, I love, love that, that movie. movie. Great. Oh. He's going to talk about football, but the game's 80% mental, 40% physical. So Yeah, I mean, are you going to be eating puffed Cheetos or crunchy? Dude, the, the, the part where he has a peanut B and J inside of his helmet is my favorite, most underrated movie scene. Oh, God. 
But then, I love that movie. But that's the problem with the Clippers as a whole, because if you think about it, how many head cases they got on there? Because like Rondo, right? Playoff Rondo's great, but Rondo's also taking teams down just by being himself. Oh yeah, yeah. And there's plenty of castoffs there that have. A Did you see bit of him temperament. and Chris Paul going at it last night? Uh, no, I did not. Oh, man. Chris Paul said something to him. And so Rondo, who's not a good outside shooter, hit like three straight jumpers and was talking to Paul the whole entire time. I mean, just tri- whatever Paul said to him, because there wasn't much talking going on, and then three straight jumpers, and Rondo was in his face. I would. He's one of the few players. He's he's probably, if I get off the top of my head, the number one player that's not a superstar, I wouldn't say anything to. Because yeah. he just he clearly can lock himself into his zone yeah. and he's a different player. He he was an underrated part of that Boston championship oh, team yeah. in 08. Oh yeah. People don't understand how important he was. Look, and and he's especially in two thousand twelve. Don't get me wrong, Chris Paul's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's a way better player than Ray, Ray John Rondo. But the bottom of the, at the end of the day, I'd be like, Man, scoreboard, how many rings you got? Oh wait, how many finals you've been to? Yeah. Oh sorry, Chris. Rip. Man, that's crazy. That I mean that team, I know we're off tangent now, but that Celtics team from 08 to 2012 was just bat crap incredible. People don't understand what they what like the problems they gave the Heat. They scared the hell out of LeBron James and the Heat. They yeah, really did. They did. Like when LeBron James had to look to the other side, even with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosch on his side, it just and an incredible cast on his side, scared the living daylights out of him. Didn't want to miss didn't want to have to face Garnett and Pierce. It's crazy that those Celtics only came away with one championship. No, yeah, they were they were a veteran team, but they were older. I think they they got their one run in. They had a really good stretch. I think they probably beat the Lakers if Perkins doesn't tear his ACL. Oh, I know that other one, but yeah, and they still went seven with them. I yeah. mean, well, they were up three two in that series, and they had a thirteen point lead going into the fourth in the game. What game five or game six and lost? Classic and Doc Rivers. Just yeah, yeah, Doc. Absolutely. Doc screwed him over. Hey, before we get, we're about to get to our question here. Uh, but last night's numbers, again, uh, 122 103, Jazz over the Blazers. Uh, Lillard had 23, CJ, CJ had 19. Um, and, and, and Utah was so good in the third quarter. They were down six, built a double digit lead, scored 40 points on 50% shooting, uh, 57% shooting from the field. Four, uh, 2417 says the pressure play is why I'm reminded the Jazz are best when they move the ball. Not yes. one person creating. Yes, points. absolutely. Ball movement's been so Like when they move the ball, anybody's going to hit it. Like, I mean, because the thing is, is because you can't leave Joe, Badjanovic, Conley, and Mitchell open. You no. can't do that. Yeah, you're right. And then if you, it, it, but if you overhelp and you overreact to a ball movement and a rotation, guess who's left wide open? Rudy Gobert, and he's got a free dunk. Like, that's the problem is when they move the ball so well, teams over-rotate, they over-help, and then Rudy Gobert is always left wide open. It's incredible. So let's get to the question you asked our engineer that you and I are absolutely going to disagree on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, well, there's two of them we asked. Are we asking about last night's games? Is that the one we're talking about? No, uh, the no, that was in the pick six, the significance of the loss and the win between the Jazz, which was more important. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the question was, and for our listeners, you can text into our Gil Morgan's text line, 435-339-0321. What was more impactful to you as a fan, the Jazz loss to the Suns in overtime or the Jazz blowout win over a rested Portland team last night at home? 
The answer to this one is obvious. Which yours? The most impactful one is the loss of the Suns. And I'm saying the most impactful one is the win over the Blazers. Don't get me wrong. After two losses, it was good to see them rebound. But the Jazz issue all season long has been their play against good teams. I know we've talked about this. They have played well to stay close in games, but it seems like if they don't crush a team going into the last quarter or the end of the game, they don't win the game. The Suns are a matchup. They're a team that's chasing you for your seed. You you played bad. They did not shoot the ball well. No, they didn't shoot the, the ball game. well, and they played bad. Here's the thing, though. You're acting like we just lost to the to the 2008 Suns, who were, or I guess 2010 Suns, who Pretty were much all the Suns scraping the Barkley. It's fine. No, dude, the 2008 team was actually okay. The 2010 team was horrible. But here's the thing: you're acting like that Suns team was the bottom of the pile in the Western Conference. That's the second best team in the league right now that's in regards my, of record. That's my point. I like it's to me that's the problem. That's the team you got to get over the hump against. One of them. Get over the hump. Okay, look, that's one game though. And yeah, did they lose the other game? Yeah, absolutely. They still got them again in Phoenix, I believe, at the end of their, uh, I think April sixteenth or seventeenth, if I'm not mistaken. But you, I mean, that's it's not that bad of a loss. I mean, it's a frustrating yeah because you, I mean, you had bad turnovers, bad shot selection, and you couldn't play defense at the end. Sure, I get it. That's frustrating. But the fact that they took the Blazers behind the woodshed and let them have it is really incredible. And I know they did it at home, so that helps. But you gave the second-best team in the league at their place everything and more that you could handle or that they could handle, and you lost by three. That's not the worst result in the world. I would rather say that this win over the Blazers is more impactful because that's on a second end of a back-to-back. You went from Phoenix back to here. Uh, so let me get to the text here. Nine three one five says both uh, both were impactful, but on a good note, the Suns lost last night. Are the Trailblazers not a postseason team? They are. They're six. No, they the are. Best. Yeah, absolutely. They're they thirty are. and twenty one. Yeah. My point is, is that they're they're not the Suns. The Suns are thirty six and fifteen. It's a difference of of nine games. Yeah. Or excuse me, uh, six games. I would agree with this. Uh, so there's that one, and uh, that's my point. Is that's the team like. The Jazz beat the, the Trailblazers in the first round. Great. The Jazz need to beat the Suns in the second round or the Suns in the Western Conference Finals, whatever it is. Those are the teams they need to beat. Yeah, but okay, but in a regular season game, I mean, does it does it bum you out? Sure. But you but you put them in a seven-game series, I'm taking the Jazz day and night, twice on Sunday. I would probably pick them as well, but this is the problem is that, again. So you do you think this is a forthcoming or a foretelling of what's going to happen in the playoffs? It's a continuation of pattern for so long. That's RJ. what 9948 says. The loss of the Suns. Get used to it. This is how it's going to go in the playoffs. No championship for Utah this year. Huge bummer. Season's over. <laughs> wow, we played. Hit the that, 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 parking that, lot. that does it for the season. Jazz, we're now getting ready for the offseason right now. <laughs> 2417. Jazz lost the Suns more impactful. They lose to good playoff teams, the teams that they will come the teams that will be in their head come playoff time, all they will be thinking is Denver every time. Yeah, I I, I do wonder how much. I mean, because they'll tell you it doesn't matter, right? Like they're not gonna. I loved one time. I think Popovich was asked about this. Is after they were upset by the or no, they were taken to seven games by the Hornets in 08. Yeah, and then like two years later, they were down three games to two to an underseeded team, and some reporter asked Popovich. Are you going to remind your? Are you, you know? Are you going to talk to your team about you know what happened two years ago against the Hornets? And he goes, "Am I going to talk about the Hornets?" Well, yeah. I mean, two years ago, 
Am I going to talk about the... Hey, guys, remember, don't forget about the Hornets two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and the reporter's like, touche, you know? But that's the thing is, Quint Snyder's not going to go into, in, into the locker room for a playoff game and go, all right, guys, remember the Nuggets, okay? Don't forget about the Nuggets. We're playing the Suns, but don't forget about the Nuggets a year ago. No. No. It's, it's, it's a different series. Bogdanovich is healthy. It's a different team. The, the Nuggets are a different team. So, like, like, just cross that out. It's it's totally different in every single way than than last year's playoffs. And, by the way, we were all playing in Florida in last year's playoffs. So, put that into consideration. There you go. 9315. Did the Jazz do this to the Bulls in 98? They still lost to the Bulls in the finals. How much of the game would the Suns matter? Wait, say that again. The, the the Jazz did this to the Bulls in '98, but still lost to the Bulls in the finals. So oh, how much no, does this game? Matter? We're not doing that. Like Mike, <laughs> no, stop it. Okay, I'm not gonna sit there and be like, I don't think Michael Jordan walked into the NBA Finals, did the exact same thing. Hey guys, remember we lost to them on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, we lost to them on Super Bowl Sunday, so we have guys. We're in deep crap because we're gonna lose this series because we lost to him on Super Bowl Sunday. So for what it's worth, I agree with you because you just asked me Suns Jazz. <laughs> I would pick the Jazz against the Suns. My point is, is that they continue to struggle against the better Western Conference teams, and we've all said they, they beat the Clippers. They've split with the Clippers. Okay, even, no, I don't want to hear that. No, I know you they made split the argument, with the Clippers. It was two entirely different Clipper teams. Yeah, true, but they yeah, still beat the Clippers. Yeah. They still beat them, and they're still third in the Western Conference. The Nuggets, they they've beat the Nuggets before. Okay, the Nuggets are entirely okay, different. And team Portland's still before. pretty dang good. I'm not saying Portland isn't, but. I'm sorry. No, you're making it seem like Portland's not even in the playoff contention <laughs> no, right no. now. You're not going to see Portland in the – maybe. You, mu- you might see Portland in the second round. But okay. Only if they pull okay, an upset. Oh, okay. Oh, it's an upset if uh, – what? a, a fight. Gosh. Oh, gosh. Uh, 2417 said to you, he doesn't have to. Quinn Snyder doesn't have to. They'll be thinking it. And then uh, 9948 says, what stood in the way of the Jazz in the 90s? Michael Jordan. What will stand in the way this year? LeBron James. He's not wrong. <laughs> the argument, the one caveat I would say is, yes, it is, LeBron James does stand in the way. Here's the, the crazy part. He's, guess what? The Jazz have won those games against the Lakers. <laughs> so would, is LeBron going to go in there and be like, guys, <laughs> hey, we lost that regular season game. I okay. didn't play a doggone minute, but we lost that game. We're in deep trouble. You got to remember the regular season, guys. Our season's on the line here. Let me just ask you this because this is the one caveat, I think, to the Lakers not repeating. If AD does not come back healthy – do they still win a championship? No. No. I don't think so either. No. They need help. They like they need AD in there. I don't care. Andre Drummond's not going to help you win a championship. No. <laughs> but a but but here's the thing. Here's the thing though. We <laughs> LeBron James <laughs> took LeBron uh, Hold on. LeBron no, no, James took ready, a Cavaliers bro. team that had Matthew Delladova on it. Yep. No, 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 no. Hold on. He took the 2007 <laughs> Cavaliers that had Anderson Verichau. That team was terrible. Some, some like Alex Caruso mini me. Uh, Mo Williams. I think it was Daniel Gibson. Right? Daniel, yeah, Daniel Gibson. And the team was coached by Mike Brown. And he took that team past the Pistons and went to the NBA Finals. He took that team to the NBA Finals. He took a team that was Matthew Delladova. Uh, J.R. Smith, who was on weed 99% of the time of the playoffs. Oh, jeez. Uh, I know you had Kevin Love, but, I mean, that was okay. Kyrie Irving was really good in that series. But he took that team, 
and they beat a 73-9 Warriors finals team. Yeah, they did. And they were down three games to one, by the way. So I might say that, well, yeah, record, he needs help. But LeBron James is like, dude, I don't need no freaking help. Well, I can go do this on my own. Two, two, two quick points of emphasis. Two quick ones. Uh, I want the asterisks on that. If if Green doesn't get suspended, the series ends in five. Uh, two. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It does. It ends Green's in five. not making a difference in that. Saying the series ends in five. That's bull crap. Green does not make a difference in that series. I would series. like to add to your caveat, while I completely agree with you, LeBron James is still the best player in the NBA. That was also like 10 years ago. He got a lot more mile on his tires right now. That's true. Yeah. Hey, but he's sitting out for like half the season, so, man, yeah, he's saving fair. the miles on the car. That's fair. We got to go to break. Uh, we're coming up more of the Full Court Press here with Agent and myself on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Have you heard? The marketplace is making major changes. Improvements to affordability through the health insurance marketplace by increasing financial assistance, lowering your premiums, and more generous cost sharing to lower your out-of-pocket max. If you have coverage, come in to see if you can save even more. Never applied? We can help. Go to lssins.com or call 752-9493. That's 752-9493. At Valley Office Systems, we want you seen green with the savings we can offer you for your office equipment, furniture, and supply needs. Our goal in 2021 is to continue to offer the best products and value at even better prices. Valley Office Systems, a service company above all else. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. See, here's the thing. And even when I didn't mean to get beaned, I still got beaned. So, for example, I went to square bunt, and I'm horrible at bunting. It's an easy sacrifice to get the man from first to second. Right. I bunt it, and it goes off the plate, and it hits me in the Wachobis, and I fall. Here's the problem, is that it was fair. Oof. I mean, you were going to be an easy out anyway. Dude, I had some speed back then. Not at that point in time. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Is your business hiring now or in the future? Or are you looking for a new job or career change? Plan to participate in or attend the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair. Thursday, April 22nd at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss this opportunity to visit with hundreds of potential employees looking for work or to change careers. Call 752-1390 or go to Cash Valley daily.com to get involved in the job fair at castle manor thursday april 22nd presented by cash valley media group there's a lot of strain on various industries right now supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high if you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home it's crazy Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. 
Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the New Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cache Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for more details. That's CacheValleyENT.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. One oh six on the fan. Ooh. AJ nine Wanji Southson, what are you oohing and about? Uh nine nine four eight sent in a couple texts. Hit me. So the first one was Lakers won't need a A D to beat the Jazz. I'm a Jazz fan, but I'm also a realist. Hey, you know what? I appreciate realist, and you guys need to become some. Like you without AD Eric, the Jazz beat. Eric the- is such a fanboy of the Jazz. It it almost <laughs> grosses me out. So without A D, without A D at all, the Jazz still lose to the Lakers. Dude, LeBron James scares the – I mean, he really does scare me, but yes. I think that to beat the Jazz, you need AD. And how many games? Uh, Without AD, does the Jazz win? Yeah. Oh, it's going to go seven. But Th- you're saying the Jazz do win? Without AD. The Jazz win in seven. Yes. Okay, well, 9948 doesn't agree with you. Okay. Uh, and then the other one was uh, the only way for me to continue being a Chicago Bears fan since I was five is to be a realist. I can't imagine how upset you'd be. If you weren't, uh, if you weren't every year, and I completely agree with that, <laughs> it kind of beats it in you. You're like, I don't have hope anymore. We'll see how it goes. Hey, uh, you know, actually, let me ask you. Uh, you are a Bulls fan. What's the most impressive title that you were don't able let to that s- get out? What's what? what? Yeah, <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> well, I mean, I I did, by the okay, okay. So side tangent, but <laughs> when my very first show at the Full Court Press was in 2009, and we were doing uh, a pregame. Of the Jazz Lakers game, uh, and I and I went on air and I said I'm a, I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. And then I did it when I was working in uh, Salt Lake City and I was working for the Utah Jazz Radio Network. And I said I'm a Kobe Bryant fan, dude. That did not go well with the management of dude, the Jazz, dude. I got same, in so much well, trouble. Not to the same extent, but same when I came in here and I'm like, oh, they, they, what are you a fan of? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm a Chicago fan. Bulls, 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 Cubs, and Bears. They're like. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it is still hard and still bitter for them to swallow. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I understand your pain. I really do. Oh, I understand I your pain. Uh, all right. So, we're going to get ready for the second hour. We're going to talk some Masters, Major League Baseball, NFL. We'll continue to talk jazz. Absolutely. We'll continue to talk jazz, NBA basketball. Jazz, get ready for the Kings tomorrow night. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with that, AJ. I know what you're doing. I know what you're trying to. I know what you're trying to create. How much time do we got left? Got one minute. Okay. Uh, and then, oh boy, yikes. Um, and then, sorry, I just got a text from somebody. Uh, and then also, uh, I, I want to get your thoughts. Uh, five or some of the best playoff matchups in the NBA playoffs if that oh, we could ask okay. for. We're gonna hit on that as well. Really, really hard. If you want to text into our show, it's four three five three three nine zero three two one. Um, here on the Full Court Press. Don't forget the job fair uh, is on April 22nd at Castle Manor. Uh, be there. It starts at, what, it goes from 11 to 6, I believe. Um, I've memorized the read almost. Uh, at Castle Manor. Uh, go be a part of something. If you're looking for a job, great place to go. If you are an employer looking to hire, call 435-752-1390 uh, to get a hold of the front desk and go from there. 
Uh, so what we're at? Ten seconds? Twenty seconds? Yeah, about fifteen. All right. So we'll go. We'll get more of the second hour with full court press. I need a clock. We need a clock right here. Yeah. So we can see what the frick or we're. Or we like. could just do hand motions. How oh yeah. I like that? this. Oh yeah. I'm like, I'm like this. Oh yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Hand motion. Deshaun. And this is above the noise. Hype and excitement about a golfer are really nice, but oftentimes it doesn't mean that much when the tournament actually begins. Bryson DeChambeau arrived at Augusta with big expectations once again. And once again, he struggled. DeChambeau ended day one at four over par. That's his worst round at Augusta as a pro. Now he's 11 shots off the lead and in danger of missing the cut, but he wasn't alone. The conditions were the big winner. Tougher than last November. The greens were slick. The wind caused all sorts of problems. And Dustin Johnson set a course record back then when he won his green jacket. He now sits at two over par. Rory McIlroy tied with DeChambeau after an opening round 76. Only one man seemed immune. The Englishman Justin Rose. He has a four-stroke lead at seven under par. There's a whole lot of golf left to be played, but some of the favorites better start their climb up the leaderboard or they're going to be heading home soon. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Next time you tee it up, grab the Callaway golf ball that tour players like John Rahm and Xander Shoffley play. It's Chrome Soft. There's Chrome Soft with soft feel, great distance, short game control, and Callaway's most popular tour ball, Chrome Soft X, with workability, amazing green side action. You've got options. Now with the new Chrome Soft XLS, Callaway's low-spinning tour ball that delivers max distance off the tee. Chrome Soft isn't just better, it's better for everyone. Find your Chrome Soft at CallawayGolf.com slash Chrome Soft. What happens when health insurance goes further? When we combine access and attention with community and compassion? When data helps 2 million at-risk senior citizens get COVID-19 vaccines? Everything changes. At America's Health Insurance Plans, we're bringing health insurance providers together, delivering care and coverage for better health and lower costs. Why? Because care changes everything. Learn more at carechangeseverything.org. Save big at the Kent's Market Early Bird Sale in Tremonton. This Saturday, from 6 a.m. to noon, save on Simply Done Bath Tissue, select varieties of Fritos and Cheetos, and hunt spaghetti sauce and American Beauty pastas. Stock up on Steve's Famous White or Wheat Bread, 99 cents each. Lean ground beef is $2.89 a pound, or sirloin pork chops, $1.19 a pound. Kent's Market in Tremonton has the freshest produce, meats, and a deli and bakery department that can't be beat. It's worth the drive to shop at Kent's Market in Tremonton. This is Noelle Cockett, president of Utah State University. USU greatly values organizations that serve our community. One such organization is CAPSA, a critical partner providing additional support to USU students, faculty, and staff impacted by domestic violence. Utah State works closely with CAPSA and often refers individuals for confidential services. Thank you, CAPSA, for supporting our campus community. When you know CAPSA, you know hope. You asked, begged, and even pleaded. And the heavens heard you. KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. what you need to know. Second round of the Masters is wrapping up with Justin Rose in the lead all by himself after a 72 today following a 65 
on Thursday. So he is seven under overall. There are two guys behind him, a shot back, Will Zalatoris and Brian Harmon, both at six under. Harmon fired a 69 today and Zalatoris a 68. He had a 31 on the back nine with five birdies. Justin Thomas is three shots off the pace at four under. Jordan Spieth is two shots behind. That projected cut line is three over. Phil Mickelson is right there, but Dustin Thompson or Dustin Johnson, I should say, will be on the wrong side of the cut line. Meantime, Deshaun Watson's attorney, Rusty Hardin, said that Watson did engage in consensual sex with massage therapists, but did not commit any acts of sexual misconduct. I'm Brian Fenley. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the High Schools. If it's the sport you care about, Sports Radio's Odd Couple. One guy's merit. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Dear words. I curse like a sailor. AJ, not, I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I've heard you. AJ, not AJ Salveson. You're on uh, the Full Court Press, 106 on FM, 1390 AM. The fan. Cody Olson doing a fantastic job unless he's not pushing the buttons and paying attention. So. Cody, you know, it figures. I heard in the building at least three people <laughs> said nice things about you today. I know. I know. We were and bragging about you today. And then you just suck today, I'm man. You sure, like... Hey, has- big important people are listening. And hashtag, hashtag turn Cody's mic off. No, I'm not doing that one. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm not doing that one. Rise to fame. All uh, from grace. <laughs> AJ, the, the critics are out today, though, because 9315 uh, says, I want to give AJ a big thanks for being so willing to guest host the show all week. AJ can be rough to listen to with his crazy jazz talk. And, oh. then, and then Leon Speaking of fanboys, AJ is amazing on the morning show. He truly is the GOAT. Who texted that? Same one. Leon both times. Speaking out both sides of his mouth, yeah. Ajay. <laughs> yeah, you got to play the both One mouth's ways. bigger than the other, you, you know what I'm talking the, about. You got <laughs> to set the complaints up early, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. He's in a good mood when it's not March. And then uh, 2417 said, totally agree with the third Bears fan. We are not the last two fans left. We should start a group. Realism Anonymous. <laughs> Oh, okay. So wait, here's my question is what sets, I mean, we'll, we'll get into more of the show here, but what sets like you away from realism as a, I mean, as a, as a Bears fan for what you guys have been through, which is misery. Um, and as a jazz fan, what we've been through is misery. Right. And so I think when do you say, okay, my fandom turns to realism. Like when does that happen? The difference between, so the way I always define it is there's intelligent fans and there's, uh, uh, hot dog fans. And so the difference is, is you can be critical of your team. And that's kind of a broad stroke, but I think you, most people know is that there's plenty of people who get mad and they're like, oh, oh, you know, do they signed blah, blah, blah. It's going to be great. And it's like, no, Andy Dalton sucks. It's a terrible signing. <laughs> the, the ownership made a terrible decision and the, they're going to be fired next year. Like, you're just being realistic. There's a difference, but don't be wrong. The other side of the coin is pessimistic because that's where I put my dad. He's a pessimistic fan. And a prime example would be I'm a Purdue Boilermaker grad, alum, and fan. And they got knocked out early, as Ajay's alluded to plenty of times. 
in the tournament this year, right? They lost a 13th seed at North Texas as a fourth seed. My dad put on this whole Facebook rant about how Purdue only disappoints and they let you down. And again, last time Purdue was in the tournament, which uh, wasn't last year because it was canceled, but the year before, they went to the Elite Eight. And I'm I'm sorry, but I think most schools would call that a good tournament. Yeah, I mean, but you're Purdue. You're supposed to be in the Elite Eight. They, they had, I mean, that was their first Elite Eight. I think since the mid '80s. Really? Yep. Since uh, Glenn Robinson was there, I believe. Holy cow! Big Glenn. dog. You went to Milwaukee, right? You yep. played in Milwaukee? The Bucks. That's right. All right. Uh, if you want to text into our Gil Mortgage text line, it's uh, open. It's been open since 4 o'clock, uh, 435-339-0321. Love to hear from uh, our new listeners as well. If you just get into the car, getting ready for the weekend, 435-339-0321. What? Uh, this uh, is a good one. 6891 has a suggestion for how we determine the playoffs this year in the NBA. Oh, I'm, I'm ready for this. Take the top eight seeds from both conferences. You put them in a hat. And you pull out, and whoever the two teams you pull out of the hat, that's the that's your bracket. You make those two play each other until you get your eight pairings. See, that's good. Okay, so g- give me your thoughts on this, AJ. You erase the conferences for playoffs, and you just go best 16. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't think erasing the conferences as a whole is a good thing because the, the NBA is always fighting this, like, do we do back-to-backs? Do we do travel? So conferences and geographics, I think, play into the travel aspect. But I think there should definitely be some kind of reseeding. Uh, I'm not going to win any I'm, – I'm never going to win this one, but I also would like the first round to not be seven games anymore. Yeah, it used to be five, right? Yes. It just – it doesn't need to be. No, it used to be five games. Uh, and, uh, yeah, seven's way too long. Go seven because you go seven in the – in the first, seven in the semifinals, seven in the conference finals, seven in the NBA finals. Is that right? I believe so. There's four rounds going into the NBA finals? Yep. First round, second round. That's brutal. Six, eight, so, yeah. nine, one says best of three games. What are your thoughts on that? Too short. I think five is the best. Five, five, five was great. I mean, I'm five was perfect. I'm not going to hate on three games in just the first round, but that's just me. Wait, what? I'm not going to hate on just best of three in the first round, but that's just me. Probably needs to be five, I guess. No, go five, five, seven, seven. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, five, I, five, seven, I, seven. I do and you're think done. you should reseed. To go back to your original question, you should reseed. Um, <laughs> two, four, one, seven. No, too short. Five is good. Six, eight, nine, one. Yeah, all right, five in the first round. <laughs> uh, I do think you should reseed because I guess in, in the long run it doesn't really matter. So, like, for instance, let me pull up the standings here. Because so I, I just I have a problem with – Teams under 500 getting into the playoffs. No, I hear you. So, like, if you're the Trailblazers, right? So, you're 30 and 21. That's a prime example. So, they're sixth right now in the West. So, they would go, they would travel to the Clippers for the opening round. Okay, so take that record and put it in the East in the Rat. Where? Fourth. They'd host the series. Jeez. You see where I'm getting at with I'm this? I'm with you. And, the this is, is the, and this has been going on forever. This nope. has been going on since 2009, eight. The Eastern Conference, man. Yeah. It's true. Like it really, it's been going on that long. Where we have bad teams in the Eastern Conference getting into the playoffs. Some of them are getting great draws in the playoffs too, even though they're under five hundred. Meanwhile, the ninth place team, and this is, I mean, that's not the case this year, but the ninth place team is eight, nine, ten games, sometimes thirteen games above five hundred, and they're fighting, fighting to get into the playoffs just as an eight seed. Well, I mean, here's a, here's a prime example. So the Mavericks right now at the West, they're twenty, they're seventh seed, right? So there's a they're, and they're 29 and 22, so they're seven games above. That would put them also still in fourth in the, wow. in the Eastern wow. Conference. 
Hey, Cody, could you do me a favor? Could you look up the 2009-10 standings? Actually, go yeah, go, uh, go 2009-10 NBA standings. Because I, I think, and I, and I can't remember if it was 9-10 and 10 or 8 or the 8-9 season. Where, I mean, Western Conference just was I brutal. A gauntlet, a death row. And meanwhile, it was a cakewalk of medals and flowers in the uh, Eastern Conference for teams 1 through 4. Yeah, so every every seed above eight, which is like everyone that made it in the playoffs, were at least fifty wins. Okay, so give me ninth place in the Western Conference. Uh, forty-two and forty. Who is that? The Rockets. Give me eighth place in the Eastern Conference. Uh, it was the Bulls at forty-one, forty-one. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, that's. Woo! That is brutal. So okay. glad we traded two first-round picks this year to not be in the playing <laughs> game. <laughs> okay, go to uh, sorry, go to uh, eight and nine season, will you? So the season before. Okay. And I can't remember what year it was, but like ninth place was like, I mean, nine games above five hundred. Hey, so while while he's looking that up, so yeah. just just to continue this narrative sure. for this season, so the Warriors, right? They're tenth in the West, which is the last play-in spot. At what record? At twenty-four and twenty-seven. Okay. So they'd be in the last playing spot. If you just flip them to East with the same record, they would be half a game out of the eighth spot. <laughs> half a game out of a game. Well, gross. Still be the That's so yeah. gross. That's ridiculous. That's frustrating. Yeah. And again, but the, but and I can't remember the reason why Adam Silver said it's not going to work. I can't remember what the reason was, but I, I don't think it was money though. I can't remember what the reason was if there was like a fair play into it or whatever. But it's just. Like you can't allow crappy teams to go into the Eastern Conference, you know, playoffs and get blown out in four games when you got great teams sitting out because they are just. I mean, the Western Conference was so loaded. What's the eight nine season? Uh, eight nine. Uh, what are you looking for particularly? Uh, just uh, well, what was the eighth place team that were ninth uh, place team in the Western Conference, eighth place team in the Eastern so Conference? So eight oh eight oh nine. Uh, you're looking at an eight seed. Is was the Jazz at forty eight and thirty four? They're fourteen games above five hundred. They're an eight seed. Give me the Eastern Conference uh, eight seam. Uh, that would be the Detroit Pistons at thirty nine and forty three. So they're shooting forty seven percent. Okay, okay. So take that forty eight and thirty four record and place it in the Eastern Conference. And where do they land? They're a four seed at least. Uh, they would be the four seed. They're hosting a playoff series. How about this? Here's here, here's a compromise, right? So you you don't want to make divisions worthless, even in the Eastern Conference. So what if you do this, right? So you're going to have eight matchups no matter what because you're picking 16 teams. Okay. The six division winners get to host at least the first round. Okay. And then two, the two best records outside of that get to host, and then you pair them up from there. Okay, so you got the six division winners. So at least three Eastern Conference teams are going to get in. And then, yeah. And then, and then you get the three division winners from the West, and then for the other 10 teams, best 10 teams. Yeah. I could go with that. Somewhat of a compromise. I mean, you would hope. I could go the, with that. You would hope that the three division winners from the East would be in the playoffs, even if you just took the mm-hmm. best sixteen, regardless. Yeah. But there you go. Yeah, I could do that because your top three in the Eastern Conference are usually pretty good. Your top three in the Eastern Conference are are well, uh, are competitive. But the problem is, is like five through eight, as Cody just mentioned, five through eight, five through nine are just abysmal. I think five through eight in 08, 09 were all sitting at five hundred or below. It's okay. So that's Eastern. Give me, give me the fifth place team in the Western Conference. Their team in the record. 
Uh, okay, so fifth place in 08 09. You're looking at the Houston Rockets at 53 and 29. And what was the first place team in the Eastern Conference? Uh, the Cavaliers were 66. Oh, yeah, 16. that's right. That was LeBron James' magical season where he ended up losing to Dwight Howard. Woo! What's, what was the second team? Yeah. The Celtics were 62 and 20. Okay, so the top. Okay, so the top, top two were pretty, pretty good. good. You have a job. Okay, so, so number three was Orlando, wasn't it? Yep. 59 23. So they're a three seed. I mean, they're fighting for a three seed instead of being six or fifth. I forgot. And by the way, and do, do you. And uh, the other one was the. Um, was it 15 or 16 when the Warriors were 73 and 9? And the freaking uh, Spurs won 70 games or something? Or 69 games? 60 something. I'm they lost sure. like. Six, yeah, they won 69 games and were in second place in the Western Con. 69 games get you an automatic first. But because you have a 73 and 9 team, <laughs> I mean. My okay, gosh. Okay, so how about this? Because you said we're going to go for a while on the Friday Five Best. So what if we just pick out of the best 16 teams? I'll give you the best 16 teams in the NBA based on record. Okay. And you tell me what the matchups are. Okay. I can do this. All right, so I'm going to give you the record, so you might have to do a little order in here. For okay, me. So, and I'll write this down for you, too. Okay. All right, so the Jazz, obviously, 39 and 13. Okay. The Suns are 36 and 15. 39 and 15? or 30, 38? 36 and 15. Thank you. The Clippers are 35 and 18. Okay. The Nuggets are 33 and 18. Got to keep up here. Uh, Nugs are 33 and 18. Are they really? Yep. Wow. They are a game behind the Clippers for the 30 spot. Okay. Five. The Lakers are 32 and 20. 33 and 20? 32 and 20. 32 and 20. I'm deaf. Okay, number six. The Trailblazers <laughs> are 30 and 21. Okay. The Mavericks are 29 and 22. Mavs are... What is that again? 29 and 22. Wow. Okay. And then the Grizzlies who are at the eighth spot, they're 26 and 23. So there's eight teams. I'm going to flip over the East and see how many of these we're going to squeeze in here. Okay. So, of course, the Nets, 36 and 16. Okay. Sixers, there's 35 and 16. Okay. Bucks are 32 and 19. Here's where the fall off comes. <laughs> yeah, well, what was the Bucks again? 32 and 19. Okay. Here come the Hornets. The Hornets are 26 and 24. <laughs> Your current fourth Dude. seed in the East. <laughs> is, they're going to host a playoff game. <laughs> Without LaMelo Ball, too, by the so way. They're half a game behind the Grizzlies, who are the eighth seed oh in, the, in the West. Okay. So that's the Hornets at 29 and 24. The Hawks are 27 and 25. This is embarrassing. See, yep. this, is, this is proof of what is wrong in the NBA. Okay. The Heat are 27 and 25. Dude, Eric Spolstra never gets enough credit for his work. Okay. The Celtics are 26 and 26. Hey, your favorite guy, Brad Stevens. So here's the. So I got to figure out who's next. So I got to. What's the winning percentage here? I, I think the Knicks are going to squeak in here. I think you're going to get eight and eight. Yeah. The Knicks. Had, no, just kidding. It's the Spurs. <laughs> so the Spurs are going to squeak in with a 4.49 winning percentage at 24 and 25. Those are your 16 best teams. According to record right now. Okay, so Jazz would be number one overall because they'd be the uh, 39 and 13. Yes. And then the Suns would be the number two team because they're at 36 and 15 and have one less loss than the Nets do. Yes. Who are at number three overall. 
76ers are at 35 and 16. So they'd be the number four team because the Clippers are at 35 and 18. Yes. Uh, then it then it really gets chunky here. Then it would be the Nuggets. So the Nuggets would be at 33 and 18. They'd be six. Then the Bucks, Bucks would be seven. Then the Lakers. You're gonna go mostly. Yeah, Western you're gonna Conference go Western Conference rest of the way, right? Eight. Uh, so yeah, Lakers, Trailblazers, Mavericks, Grizzlies are all next. Then the rest of the East, and then the Spurs. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> 13 weeks ago, 14, 15. So it's interesting because as Kay. of right now, we'll see if it shakes out, but based on this, you had nine West teams, seven East. Yeah, you do. So this year, fairly even. Yeah. And it's and and, and, make, and you really have no great complaint for any of those Eastern Conference teams that don't make it. I mean, you have no complaint at all. No. So based on this, the Jazz are going to play the Spurs in the first round, which I'd imagine, I mean, I don't. I don't fear the Spurs nearly as much, but yeah. you still don't really care for that. Do you remember like back in the matchup. day, like, and, and Cody, maybe you can help me here. Do you remember back in the day, like, if you lost to the Spurs by seven, that was a win? Hey, if we lost to the Spurs by single digits, that was a great game. You know, that was a great job by the Utah Jazz. What a wonderful basketball game. Best game we played all year. Yeah. Seriously, that was that yeah. was, that was was the run. That now was the thought process. Our, our- is when you played the Spurs and you lost by single digits, you were thrilled, especially inside of the uh, inside at San Antonio. When you played at San Antonio, it was a double-digit loss, routine job. That's fair. And the starters were out by the third quarter. Question is, how much longer does Popovich do this? Because I can't. This dude, I don't know. He can't enjoy this. Dude, the death of his wife really took a lot out of him too. Um, I remember when Jerry Sloan's wife passed away. And it did a huge number on him mentally, emotionally. Like there, like I think it came to a point where like I, like Phil Johnson is like best friend, assistant coach for years would come over and visit him, and they just they have a beer together and they talk. So yeah, like the whole like wife passing away probably did a huge number on him. The good thing for but the thing that I think that stays him motivated is coaching the Olympic U.S. team because the last time he was a part of a U.S. Olympic team staff was in 0-4, and they got embarrassed by Greece and Argentina. Right. And I think that weighs on his mind heavily. Like, look, he's won an NBA championship. That's great. But he wants very badly a gold medal. Very, very badly. That sticks in his craw, that 0-4 Olympic team, more than anything in his career. Okay, so that's this summer. How much longer does he coach after the season ends? I I, don't, I would say maybe one year after that. I don't, I've got to think it's coming to an and end. And honestly, I, and, and this is just spe- pure speculation. There's nothing to it, but... I think if he wins a gold medal this year, I think that might be it too. I can see that because, dude, he you can tell he's he's starting to wear down a little bit. I just didn't think he. Why would I? I figured he'd call it at a, at the rebuild. I figured you know they had such yeah, a long stretch but, of like what twenty straight seasons of postseason. Right? Yeah, I think he still want. And this is I mean, it sounds kind of strange, but it, I mean it is true. Uh, he wanted to stick in the round in the NBA because of that Olympic thing, though, because he wanted to have an involvement and a knowledge of what was going on, like in a relationship with players. And with coaches and Makes such, sense. that he wanted to stick around. And I and like I said, I think if I I mean, look, everyone thought Brady would retire after they come back from the greatest Super Bowl comeback ever, twenty eight three, and he'd call it quits. No, okay, after the Rams, no, and after the Buccaneers, no. So who knows? But I think for Greg Popovich, you know, based on where he's at with life, age, I think he's seventy right now. Um, he's up there. Yeah, I, I would imagine that he would probably. He'll probably, uh, I, I don't know for sure, but I would imagine if maybe if he wins a gold medal, that would accomplish all his feats that he needs to get done. Yeah, so. he's 72. Is he 72? Yeah, yeah. he's, jeez. That's old. 
yeah, he's he's feeling it. So, uh, okay, so let's pair these up together. We had a couple of text messages to get back to. Let's look at this expanded. We're making so we we seeded the best sixteen teams in the NBA right now. So we'll look at that when we come back, and then we'll get to these text messages we got as well. If you want to text in four three five three three nine. 0321 when we come back to the Full Court Press, 1069 The Fan. This is Larry at Larry's Pharmacies. Are you struggling with all your medicine? Did you take this morning's dose or not? We at Larry's Pharmacy have the perfect solution. Let us help you organize your meds so that you take it exactly as your doctor prescribed for the most benefit. Just punch out the meds from the organized packets at the clearly labeled time and you're done. This is a free service and a big help for those on many meds or who struggle to open and close bottles. We also offer free delivery service. Stay well. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. Engagement season is in full swing, and Jarek's Fine Jewelry has been helping hundreds of couples find the perfect ring. If you are getting engaged, you have to come browse our collections. Sometimes you may find the perfect ring in just a minute, or we can help you custom create your own design. Oh, and with Mother's Day almost here, talk to us about designing the perfect mother's ring. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special. Make it Jarek's. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. See, here's the thing. And even when I didn't mean to get beaned, I still got beaned. So, for example, I went to square bunt, and I'm horrible at bunting. It's an easy sacrifice to get the man from first to second. Right. I bunt it, and it goes off the plate, and it hits me in the Wachobis, and I fall. Here's the problem, is that it was fair. Oof. I mean, you were going to be an easy out anyway. Dude, I had some speed back then. Not at that point in time. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals. Delivering food, supplies, and medicine. Keeping communities safe. Making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready. Always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And the thing about those first round series is, is, is it's not just about money, but they've always been really good too. Like last year... Like, you think about it, man. If you would have put that stuff on, like, home court revenue, Clippers, uh, Nuggets beat the Jazz coming back from 3-1, and then they do it to the Clippers, like, it's just too good of a series Some that you're like, we can't, like, you can't turn around and go back from, from uh, to a five-game series when you got people coming back from three games to one, and they're just eating it up on TV. Uh, I don't know. But then you have, like, I mean, because I'll tell you this right now. The 94 series at 94-95 when the Nuggets and Sonics played, and the Nuggets were the eight seed, Sonics were one, and that team was incredibly loaded. Um, and and uh, the Sonics lost that series in five. If they go seven games, Sonics win that series in seven, and the Nuggets aren't going on. I mean, it's true. So, I guess, like, you could do it either way. That's what I'm saying is, like, you lengthen the series, you give the team a chance. If you shorten the the series, there's more likely a chance for an upset. Full court press, Audrey Salveson, I'm AJ Knight, and turn Cody running the board. He found the answer to your question, 9315. So, Cody, what was the last year? Only five games were played in the first round? Uh, Beginning in the year 2003. 
the switch to a seven-game series began in the first round. So 02 was the last year then? I believe it, uh, it started like fully in 04. So like, yeah, so 02. 02 into 0. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's not, I mean, I thought it was like late 90s. I didn't know it was. Pretty recent. Wow. Okay. 2417 said the NFL's been doing it for a year. Hashtag NF, uh, NFC least. So why not? And then it said, and then it said do you know how Which many years right. the Bears would have won the division title? <laughs> oh, 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 man. There's a great, I don't know if anybody's okay. watched Gridiron Gang. Bleacher Report used to do it. There's oh, a yeah, running gag that, that the St. Louis Rams changed their name to the Delaware Clams so they could move from the west to the east, east. and win the division. It's good. But here's the thing about the NFC least is that, yeah, it is the NFC least, but the Giants got two Super Bowl championships, too, being the wild card versus my dang Patriots. So, look, they might – so, yeah, they might have been the NFC least, but that they got an, they the got a championship thing, huh? winner out of that. Oh, the Eastern Conference doesn't have a 6, 7, 8-seeded team that's won – like, what's the lowest seed that's won in NBA Finals? That's a good question, Cody. You I got to get on that one? Because so – here's, here's the problem with the NBA for your argument. So – the NFC East is bad now, but they they were competitive. The Eagles have had good teams. The Cowboys have had good teams. They're not going to win anything. Sorry, Cowboys fans, you stink. The yeah, Giants have won things. But if you remember the the you know the the Seahawks got in one year with an eight and eight record. The cyclical nature has rotated in the NFL, which has a lot of parity already. They say normally I think about fifty percent of the playoff teams from the year before don't make it the next year. I'm with you. The problem is in the NBA, it had rotated back over. Like the the conference was really loaded in the East when Jordan was okay in it. yeah but for like the last twenty five years it's been the West and I think if it had flipped over a little bit you'd hear less of these arguments but it just hasn't well okay so uh, let's see the last team to win the Eastern from the Eastern Conference win the NBA Finals was the Cleveland Cavaliers when they beat the seventy three nine and Warriors right seventy three and nine Warriors. Yes. That was the last team to, from the Eastern Conference to win the NBA, NBA Finals. Yes. And then there was the Heat before no, that. No, no, the Raptors. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry, Raptors, the Raptors, Kawhi Cavaliers, Raptors. Yeah, yeah. and the Heat. Yeah. Uh, in answer to your question, uh, the lowest seed to win the NBA Finals was the repeat of Hakeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler in 95, Houston Rockets. They, they were a were four they? seed, weren't they? They were a six seed. Oh, that's Dang. right. Dude, and they okay. – okay, so the Jazz were the one seed that year, if I remember right. And they – I mean, they wiped the floor. Like, Malone had no business being on the same court. Same thing as Stockton, Hornacek, Chris Benoit. Uh, or no, Benoit. Chris Benoit. David Benoit, sorry. <laughs> Spencer Felton, Chris Benoit. Six seed, that's, yeah, that's impressive. Dude, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, they went, uh, hold on one second. They went like 43 and 35. Yeah. 47, 47, 35. Yeah, they limped into... There's a documentary on this. They limped. In, team. They limped into that, that second team. or that that playoffs, and then they just flipped a switch. And I mean, they were running over teams. Yep. And then they uh, did they beat the Knicks that year? I, I think, think they it beat was, the Knicks in the finals. Yeah, game. seven games. And John they were the, weren't they the eight seed that year? The, no, they? that was like that. No, that uh, that eight seed team was like 2000 or 98, wasn't it? The eight seeded Knicks, and they didn't make it to. They didn't make it to the NBA Finals. So did they? In, in that season, uh, the Rockets beat Utah in the first round, three to two. Yep. And then they beat the Suns. Charles, yeah, Charles Barkley. Charles last Barkley. Year. That was and last in year. In the there. conference finals, they beat the Spurs when Hakeem like dude wiped the floor with David Robinson. Yeah, that was, was not even legendary. close. And um, who did they beat in the finals? The Knicks. Uh, they actually beat Orlando. Yeah. Okay. Colonial. So that was Orlando's first. Shaq. That was Orlando's only appearance in the NBA Finals during that span with the Magic. That was the 
Hardway, Shaquille O'Neal team. Yeah, the next year they got beat by the Bulls in the second round. But then the or second, but the year before that, they beat the Knicks. And I think it went seven games, and John Starks went like two or twenty-five from the field, and and like the Knicks community just shredded him. Yeah, I mean, hated on him. Uh, yeah. If I could throw out another good YouTube series, I think it's called Secret Bases, the name of the channel down. But they do a okay. So I've heard called, about this. They do a series called Collapse, um, and they talk about the Rockets because the Rockets repeated. Barkley came over, and then they didn't win again. That's right. Because the team got super old. But they do a really great series on, on teams. Like they talk about the, the Mariners that got to 110 wins. And That's right. Really good series. That's right. Yeah, so uh, low-seeded teams, the Rockets succeeded. Yep. Dude, and they beat a Magic team who was humming at that point going into the finals. Yep. Dude, that's – and, dude, you know what? That's a tragic. That's a tragedy is that is that we talked about, you know, Derrick Rose not – you know, not being able to stay healthy, NBA MVP is not going to make the NBA, you know, NBA Hall of Fame. Yep. But that Shaq team with Penny Hardway it's not sticking together too. with Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. I mean, they had all the weapons, bench included, not sticking together is one of the biggest tragedies ever in bad NBA ownership. history. It was bad ownership. They were they they played hardball too long and Shaq, with Shaq said, yeah. "All right, I'm going to LA." Yeah. Oops. Here's the thing, though. If they would have lightened up and gave him the contract he wanted, would he have stayed? Or do you think he would have went to L.A.? Because uh, he was a per- big I think personality. He really did like going, I, I really do think he would have wanted – he did want to go to L.A. But I based – he could obviously – he's portraying himself, so I don't know. But I think if they gave him the big money up front, he just signs the deal because he gets the security he wanted. Because you, you didn't yeah. have to even, – even with the market size, you have to be nuts to walk away from that team. Sure. It was so young and talented. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, if he sticks with that team, they're, they're monsters. Well, I mean, they're, they're probably in back to back to back NBA finals. Yeah. The 30 for 30 is, uh, it's called One Magic Moment. Yeah. And he talks about it. Shaq and Penny were Shaq and Kobe before Shaq and Kobe. Yep. Except Penny didn't have the ego that Kobe Oh, not had. even close. Yeah, and, and Penny didn't think that the offensive system revolved around Penny Hardway. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, is Penny Hardway wasn't the offensive cat that Kobe was. No, now, granted, Kobe's it took, obviously a better player. It, it yeah. took Kobe like three years to get into that mode, but once he did, my lord, he was incredible. He was amazing. So let's go back to this game here, right? Okay. We were going to pick the five best matchups. We In the NBA, okay. 1 to 16. So, so 1 to 16, though, right? Yeah. Okay, yep. so... Uh, Jazz would play the Spurs. Right. Suns would play the Celtics. Ooh, sign me up for that one. Really? Yeah, there's a lot of star power in that one. I'd watch that. You know, I watched that one. No. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, man, you bag on Brad Stevens every other freaking day. So they got no. a lot of talent. I bag on Danny Age every day. It's my ritual. I get up, I curse <laughs> Danny Age, and I start my day. <laughs> You, you pee on the Indiana uh, carpet rug that you have. Brad Stevens coached at Butler. Throw a dart at the wall. Oh, it was what, Leon Rose hating you? Uh, no, I'm telling you. Oh, you yeah. said the Indiana thing. There's no Indiana connections. And then you throw a dart at Brad Stevens' pitcher. I don't have a problem with Brad Stevens. You do. Uh, let's see. Uh, Clippers would play the Heat. That would be a good matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm Bam, bam. Board. That's two straight decent Jimmy ones. Butler. I take that. By the way, did you see yesterday... When the Heat were playing, I think it was I think it was the Lakers, and uh, Bam Bam comes and sets a screen, and the switch ends up being Drummond versus Butler, and Butler just doesn't do anything. He stays calm. 
then hits a jumper over Drummond, runs back down the court, and looks at Bam says and says, like pulls his mouth guard and says, Don't do that again. <laughs> Don't ever set a scream and put me on Drummond again. Uh, Don't ever do it. Uh Nuggets would get the Hawks. Yeah, Nuggets. Close. Uh Lakers. Make sure I got this right. Lakers would get I think you skipped the Brooklyn and uh, I did. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. So it'd be Brooklyn. So Jazz would play Spurs. Suns would play Celtics. Nets would play Heat. I'd like that just because of petty. I mean, there'd be a lot of pettiness between those two teams. There's gonna be a few T's flying. Oh yeah. One. Oh, absolutely. There'd be a few T's. Yeah, I, I take that just for the uh, WrestleMania stuff. Okay, so Nets and Heat, and then that, and then uh, your three versus before, right? The Sixers. Yep, you're right. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong number. So, yeah, so Sixers would play the Hawks. Ass. No, no, I'm not sure. there either. Uh, Clippers would play the Hornets. No. Um, and then Nuggets would play the Bucks. No, yeah, no, that can't be right. Lakers would play. Uh, yeah. Well, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Dude, it's all a little confusing here. Okay, so Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, Nuggets would play the Grizz. Okay. I think you skipped the Bucks matchup. No, but the Bucks don't know because Nuggets are six. Bucks are seven. Yeah. So, so what? The Bucks get to whoever's below them in the. Bucks would get the maps. That's not bad. I'd yeah, watch that. and then Lakers and Blazers. Oh, that's a repeat of last year, then. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what, so Adam Silver knows what he's doing then. <laughs> so out of he's out smarter of all, than those, all of out us. all those games, which ones? You, which ones you like, dude? I'm taking the Nets and Heat. That one's good. Nets I, and Heat, like, just I because like the there's Suns a lot of Celtics. pettiness. Like you know, you're gonna get technicals flying left and right. I would agree those with guys. that completely. I like the Suns and Celtics. You really do? There's a lot of star power in there. Okay, how many games does it go, and who wins? Suns and are we still doing seven? Did we are we? Did we no, we got to do seven. We got to stay oh, realistic. Seven. Uh, Suns and uh, six. I'm gonna go Nets in six against the Heat. Yeah, dude, Eric Spolster knows how to coach in the playoffs, and he get his team to ramp up during the playoffs. That's going six. Cody had all that discombobulation. Which first round match? <laughs> like, um, don't ask me to read it again because I'm not going to. <laughs> I don't think he has the brain. Yeah. I, I really like the Heat. Yeah, that's fair. That's, that, fair. that's it's a, a good really it's a good matchup. I just like petty wise matchups. It's good. I like petty wise matchups. All right. Uh, let's see. It's thirty four. Do you want to go to break? Yes. Please. All right. Let's go to break. Uh, coming back, we'll talk some Major League Baseball. Get through some Master stuff, uh, and we'll clean it up and get you what's going on through the weekend here on one hundred six nine The Fan. We all believe our team is the best. Whether you're a bobcat, a wolf, a grizzly, a mustang, or a riverhawk, we can all agree on one thing. Les Olson Company is the best choice for your office technology needs. So if you need to copy it, print it, scan it, or network it, Les Olson Company is there for all of your office technology needs. Just Les Olson it. Visit lesolsonit.com today. Les Olson Company. Hi. This is John Horton, General Manager at ARS. COVID-19 is a mess, but it doesn't have to be. We at ARS recognize your desire to take the best care of your workspace and home in order to protect your family, staff, and other building occupants. We have certified technicians that use leading industry processes, state-of-the-art equipment and technology, and cutting-edge products when disinfecting. We understand your needs and are ready to help. Remember, got a mess? 
call ARS. Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tiger Woods was driving way too fast on a road nobody should drive fast on. He has, through the years, liked driving fast. It mirrors his life. And as one of the great writers of the 20th centuries once wrote, F. Scott Fitzgerald, find me a hero and I'll write you a tragedy. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. One hundred six nine FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan, AJ, Amaje, Cody over there. This is a bop. Franz Ferdinand. What? Franz Ferdinand's the name of the band. Take the, me out. The ball, you know, Ferdinand. The ball, dude. I don't know. Okay, I just I listen no, to the music and it, Archduke if it makes Ferdinand me want to dance, I like World it. <laughs> uh, Gil Mortgage text lines open four three five three three nine zero three two one. Again, four three five. Three three nine zero three two one. You got about twenty minutes left before we get out of here. So if you got any thoughts, concerns, questions, or clean jokes, let them loose. Clean jokes. <laughs> and they got to be clean, or else your butt's gone. Uh, okay, so let's get to the uh, nitty gritty of what's going on. But in baseball, Angels, Blue Jays are in the second. Tigers, Indians, same thing. Padres, Rangers, Athletics, A- A's, Astros, and Rockies. Giant Rockies, Giants actually finished up. Giants beat the Rockies three one. Uh, Masters right now, Justin Rose. Shooting seven under. He was even today. Uh, Will Zalotores, the American, shot four under today and is now one stroke behind or one shot behind, as is Harmon. And then Mark Lishman and Jordan Spieth are both two strokes behind. Spieth shot four under. Lishman shot five under. So I don't know what happened from like day one to day two, but they're like, oh, hey, we can play golf. Was I just saw, I think uh, Johnson didn't make the cut. What? Dustin didn't? I believe that's what the, my phone just let me know. Wow. Bending, uh... Dude, the thing about Dustin is that he was never... Cons- like, he had moments where he was good, but when it got, like, the bigger the shot got or the bigger the round was, the worse he was. He's never been a great clutch golfer. It's a funny saying, clutch golfer. Clutch, clutch golfer. golfer. I'm going to clutch hit this ball better. Yeah, it is because, dude. If I you, hear you. I'm just saying it's a no. Funny you don't hear me. You're making fun of me. If you've got a 30 yard putt, and it's and it's to win it, or it's to send it to a uh, a playoff hole, and you got to make it, that's clutch. If you make it, I'm not denying it. You're you're projecting now. No, you are. You just said it's a funny saying, clutch golf. Okay, like that it is, is not a funny that saying. is not true. It is a funny saying. I believe in clutch team. I got it in spades. AJ, you're not clutch. Don't don't do this. Uh, Leon Rose has a wonderful, wonderful joke for you, AJ. What does Leon Rose oh, got? It's good. Okay, well, quit teasing it and tell us. 
All you, Cody. <laughs> Me? Oh, no. I got past that. What if we wanted to tell a dirty joke? AJ jumped into some mud. That's pretty good, Leon. <laughs> That's, good. That's pretty good. Well done. Is that, well what, is that what Leon's working on in the huddle when his team's blowing a lead late in the yeah. season? <laughs> That's where his mind goes. <laughs> hey, speaking of mud, is that what you call what when you're this? stuck in the mud when you're in March, Leon? What? All right, now you guys are abusing hashtags. Yes, no, you, no, you abused it, and they're taking advantage of the abuse. One five three four hashtag free the IT guy hashtag let Kevin speak. <laughs> yes, yes. Hey, do you, okay. So did I ever tell the story? Uh, I was doing the show, and Eric wasn't here, or he was late. What I can't remember. shocker? Okay. Oh, jeez, calm down. Just because he's not here, because we can take okay, pot let's, shots. Let's be honest. So, how many times do I sub in, and what percentage of it is because Eric's not here? Don't do this right now, AJ. Okay. <laughs> Seat's mm. getting kind of hot, Ajay. Well, you know what? Speaking of hot, your your seat's getting hot because you're really sucking today. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, anyways, so Kevin intro. walks in. Kevin walks in while I'm live on air. All right. <laughs> and he just grabs the mic and I'm like, and here we are live on the full court press. And Kevin's like, huh? And I was like, Kevin, what do you think of the jazz? And he, and he thought we were just having an off air conversation. He didn't know we were like, even though I said we're live on the full court press. He's an IT guy. He doesn't understand what live means. And so he was like, uh, yeah, the uh, the jazz. Uh, yeah, so they're pretty good him, right now. You tricked him so, into giving you a segment. So he's just like, ha- answer questions. He's like, wait, are we really live? And I said, yes, Kevin. When I say we are live on the full court press, we are live. Like we are on air. And, dude, he had this like, he turned um, albino white. That's how Ajay and Eric get me on the show. They ask me my opinion. Like, oh, that's great. Come do it in front of a microphone. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean. Why don't we just, why don't we just walk oh, back no, to the studio and talk on. about the hold jazz? Hold on. Oh, you know what? Why don't you ever just. Be, you you never say, oh, man, I'd love to really come on the show. No. It's us begging you to come on. Is that what you're saying? All the time. It's us begging I'm, you. I'm mercenary. Sports mercenary. Okay, fine. You know what? <laughs> fine. Hey, Cody, on Monday, it's just you and I. It's just you and I. You really mean that? Yeah. It's just you and I. <laughs> AJ doesn't want to be Good luck, here. Good Cody. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Two-hour roast of mine. I, I feel like that's what it's going to be. You're just going to catch gonna a gonna lot give... of flack. No, no, yeah. you're not, okay? Because the, the audience loves you. I mean, we even created a hashtag for you. So, yeah, they love you. Here you go. How about a master's joke for you, AJ? You just had to open up the floor. 5763, clean joke. Why did Tommy Fleetwood take an extra pair of pants to the Masters? Casey got a hole in one. I like that. Oh, I like geez. that. Oh, man. Hey, that's it. 5763? Yep, 5763. Oh, crap. Hey, what's that 2417 bet we had? I was supposed to own something if he... If they win the pick six. Oh, okay. Thank you. They get and I prize. have it written down. It is in pen. Yes. We're good to go. No, yeah, absolutely. If 2417 wins... their votes. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're in. Ajay was freaking out because he thought he lost the... Actually, what did 2417 say last night? That's a good question. Because one of the first pick six was who has more points. Donovan or Damian? And Donovan. we said Damian, right? And he, he said Donovan. He said Mitchell. Yeah, he did. So he's already up one up. Ah, crap. Yep. Two four one seven's already I already owe Eric. That's something. it. It's over. We lost pick six. Is that how it goes? <laughs> I if you're a Jazz fan, I believe that's how it goes. Yeah. If you're a Bears fan and... before the season starts, it's over. Oh yeah, we're already looking forward to twenty twenty two. Fall camp throw. Yeah. Trubisky throws one over the head. That's it. Oh, Owen sixteen. <laughs> Just All waiting right, uh, for Aaron Rodgers to retire, right? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 
You're waiting for that. And then Jordan Love's going to come in and beat you guys too while he's at <laughs> Maybe. it. Maybe. I mean, you know, with, usually the way it works for the Bears is we, we go probably five or six years. We get one really good team. And everyone's like, yes. And then something stupid happens and we lose in an embarrassing <laughs> fashion, you know, like the double doink. And then and then and then that buys the, the management some time. And we're like, all right, all right, you know, okay, fine. But we were good. And then next season they fall back and turn into a pumpkin. And you're like, all right, whatever, we quit. And then management's like, no, we still got some time. And then, you know, two years later they bring in a new coach and GM and we start the whole thing over again. Uh let's get some Jazz Kings talk. That's tomorrow. Let's really get through that really quickly. Uh this should be a runaway for the Jazz at home. If there's with good a day as off, supposed to be, yes. yeah. This yeah. should be, yeah. This should be a runaway. Take care of business. Donovan Mitchell should be able to get what he needs to get done. Uh, one thing that's been concerning for me is that Quinn Snyder plays his starters a lot of minutes. I'm not a huge fan of that. Well, you would hope that in some of these games, you know, you get comfortable, put the kids in, right? Call tonight, yeah. Like that's that's what you hope. But he continually, like they're up twenty, and he's just let's run the starters. And it's like, why, man? Well, the challenge is, is that like the Jazz, like, the Jazz, absolutely. We've talked about them a lot. We've, you know, the Jazz cynicism has floated its way in here, and I get it. The Jazz, there's no way the Jazz get to the finals without being the number one seed. We can all agree on that. I mean, you can all, we can all agree that we don't think they're getting there at all because they can't get through late. And I got sure. that. But there's no way that they get there without being home court throughout. Yeah. Oh, so I'm with you. They that's need, they part need, of it. yeah, they need to vanish the whole entire way. Yeah, absolutely. So Jazz Kings tomorrow. Uh, seven o'clock, I believe, and I think that's on AT and T Sports. So, or you can listen to it here on this very station, one hundred six on FM, thirteen ninety AM. The fan, uh, courtesy call of uh, David Locke and Ron Boone, um, who will be on the uh, and then Thrill Bailey will join them uh, during a couple of segments during the game. So, no, but it's it's a big game from the standpoint of you want to pile on W's. We looked at the schedule against the winning. Sons. I mean, against winnable games too. Yeah. And we looked at the schedules yesterday of the Jazz and the Suns the rest of the season, and the Suns have two really rough stretches before one the of them's coming run. up. Yeah, and so you definitely want to at least maintain, and then hope that the Suns stumble through those two rough stretches that sure. kind of puts a gap. Because if you think about it, it was a good win for the the Jazz against the Trailblazers. They got a gift in the fact that Clippers decided to show up and knock the Suns off, so the Jazz could get that game back. Yeah, that was huge. Um, it. <laughs> Again, as as crappy it is, as crappy as it is of the NBA to make those guys play back to back after a game like that. Yep. Um. It was great for the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, it was great that the Clippers had a day off and they could beat beat up the Suns a little bit. So I have too big of an issue of that. I mean, Help since we won and they lost, yeah, absolutely. So again, Jazz Kings tomorrow. Um, big one for the Jazz just to keep, like you said, you know, uh, increase their lead. Yep. yep, absolutely against winnable. Against winnable teams. So, uh, and then in regards of uh, keys, really quickly, what do you got for tomorrow for the Jazz? Uh, I'd still like them to get off to a hot start. I think you you know you play with fire when you constantly kind of counting on this second half start to kind of push it away. And in a very winnable game, how about you see some shots fall early, run some offense, and then put it put it away early as opposed to waiting towards the third quarter. Sure, got it. It's good stuff. Uh, NFL wise, what do you? Uh, we were going to talk NFL, Cody. What do we have here? Uh, just a little bit of questions about the NFC West. It seems to be the, you know, hot topic around here. Um, you know, first question here. Uh, with everything going on with the NFC West, uh, who is going to lead the division into the playoffs? Who's your favorite? Who's I'll, your favorite, AJ? I like Seattle. Nah, there's still much, a problem. Too much. Too much. There is fighting. Yeah, there is drama. Rams. Why? 
I think I do think I think the reaction and what they gave up to get Stafford was a huge overreaction. But I think they improved the quarterback play. I think they have a they have the best defense in the division, even with the Niners healthy. Um, I think they still have weapons. I think Coach McVay is a good coach. I think Goff is just limited. I think they're just the best all-around team. How did the Niners do? I think they'll challenge for a playoffs. But I think, uh, as sad as it is, the Cardinals, I think, have vastly improved. Maybe not vastly improved this year, but they've improved each year that Kingsbury's been. They're still still probably going to be in fourth place. Okay. Cody? There you go. Yeah. That is such a tight race. Um, I want to say that the 49ers, as much as I dislike them, are going to be leading the pack here. Yeah, yeah. they will for the first few games, and Grappolo will get hurt. And then... Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the 49ers, who will the 49ers draft for the third overall pick this coming? So, AJ, this has been really interesting. Um, I know there's a lot of talk around Zach Wilson, uh, you know, but it looks like the Jets are going to take that Zach Wilson guy. That's what it looks like. Yes. If they do, and Trevor Lawrence is, your, of course, your consensus number one, Justin Fields? Or are we going um, elsewhere? A lot of there's been a lot of mur- murmur that they want Mac Jones because he's probably have, he has the highest floor besides uh, Trevor. I Lawrence, like Mac a lot too, and he's most ready. But a lot of I, I don't think so. I, I I it's Fields. It's Fields to me. I think it's Fields. He's much think, more dynamic. I agree, and I think he he's getting a bad rap over I think stupid things like to me eye test is just as so much a part of it. Let's not forget against Clemson. Where everybody swears by, Justin Fields destroyed them. Yeah, he destroyed them. And and your pro day and your combine. I mean, I I'm telling you, like Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, um, did not look great, like stellar at their pro day. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't matter. I mean, what can you do on the field when it matters most? Next question. Uh, does the signings of AJ Green and JJ Mott, JJ Watt, make the Cardinals a playoff contender? Ooh, contender, yes. Uh, especially now that there's seven teams in, you can get all four teams in from one division. Um, but I don't think they get in. I think the NFC West is too tough, and I still have them pegged at fourth. Yeah, I look. I like Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray, and I like what he's doing. He's got weapons around him. But again, that NFC West is is just brutal, and so I I'll, I'll take. I like Arizona, but I just don't think they're good enough to make the playoffs. What's your next one? One more. Uh, will will Matt Stafford find his second wind in Los Angeles? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Dude, this is exactly what he needs. He's got an offensive pieces. line. Yep. He's got a consistent running game, and he's got good receiver weapons. Like everything he didn't have. I mean, he had Calvin Johnson in Detroit, but everything else he didn't have, and those were really key parts because the running game sets up a threat in the play action game, which sets up a threat in your passing game. I mean, it just it, it goes all in hand, right? It's like domino effect. And I, yeah, I'm. I'm AJ, wrong? No, I'm in complete agreement. I think he'll he'll rebound. A lot of the conversation been about what free agency has done to them. I still think they'll be a really good team because they're well. They they seem to still find talent out of nowhere, and I think that um, the other the other knock is that well, he hasn't really been in the lights like this, and, and he's a vet. I think he'll be all right. I think they're good. All right, let's take a break. Come back. We'll clean up the uh, second hour. Put a pretty bow on this show and uh, get out of here. It's a full court press on 106.9 The Fan. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. 
go where the pros go. Online at castalight.com. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the New Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cash Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CashValleyENT.com for more details. That's CashValleyENT.com. Is your business hiring now or in the future? Or are you looking for a new job or career change? Plan to participate in or attend the Cash Valley Media Group Job Fair Thursday, April 22nd at Castle Manor in Hyde Park from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Don't miss this opportunity to visit with hundreds of potential employees looking for work or to change careers. Call 752-1390 or go to cashvalleydaily.com to get involved in the job fair at Castle Manor Thursday, April 22nd. Presented by Cash Valley Media Group. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at eFranzen and AJ Salveson at AJ Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. It is a song. Okay. Wasn't sure. Uh, AJ Nine, I'm Ozzy Salveson. Uh, thanks, for everybody, for joining us here on today's show, Full Court Press. You'll be able to find it in our podcast. Uh, our intern, intern Cody will we'll post everything and, and get it up there. You can listen to the show today, tomorrow, whenever. Uh, we'll be back Monday, right? You'll be here. I'll be no, here. You told me I won't be here. That's yeah. You said to me. Because, oh, oh, you, you, you uh, uh, they have to beg for me to come back. I don't ever just not, want to be on I did the show. Not use the word bag. And be I cool. They asked. No, no. I, by uh, the way, uh, two four one seven says you went too far by saying that Jordan Love uh, beating the Bears repeatedly has <laughs> crossed the line. <laughs> I'm just being a realist. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, shoot! All right, let's uh, let's get to uh, what to what are you gonna watch this uh, weekend? There's nothing on TV, but we're gonna watch. I guess I'll dabble in a little bit of baseball and basketball, but uh, you know it's kind of a flat weekend. You I'll, I'll watch golf on Sunday. I had golf on yesterday because after we were talking about it last night, I was like, oh, I'll see what's going on. And Ashley, my girlfriend's a huge sports fan, so we flip it on, and she goes, absolutely not. So she doesn't understand. Yeah. Cody, what are you going to watch? Uh, April 10th, horse racing, Grand National. Ugh, another sport <laughs> I don't care about. Dude, I'm telling you, we are just struggling for this weekend of sports. <laughs> we're yeah. crawling. I'll watch golf on Sunday. I'm going to watch a little bit of baseball on Saturday, uh, jazz basketball, and that's about it. Like, there's nothing else. I guess I'll just dive into Netflix again. Don't worry. We got the World Snooker Championship coming up next week. What the heck is snooker? It's what? like billards, but yes. dumb, but dumber. Snooker. Somebody, somebody looked at pool and said, that's not good enough? Like, I thought pool was pretty flawless as a, as a game. Snooker. Snooker. Hey, you want to go uh, Want to go to the uh, bar and play some snooker? It's at Crucible Theater in Sheffield, England. See you there, guys. Really? Yeah. I think it's worth noting that on our podcast, we talk about how we cover a lot of things. We talked extensively about collegiate and high school. Oh, shoot. Hey, by the way, yeah. Can you tease this? Tease it. It's your guest. No, it's it. uh, Well, okay. So we had Luke Lofthouse, a great MC wrestler, uh, one of the greatest wrestlers in straight history. He was on our show. Uh, It was awesome. I mean, dude, that was educational in a lot of different ways. Yeah, the podcast uh, covers the effects and changes we've seen in the sports world of politics and social media. 
uh, on it. And then Luke talked about his experience going from being a collegiate uh, high school star to a collegiate. It is phenomenal. Yeah. It is so, so – that's easily one of my most favorite interviews I've ever done. So he talks about that from going high school to collegiate to being a coach. He talks politics and what he's seen from wrestling. My dad talks about the history – He's seen a pol- political expression in sports. And why he'll never be on the Hall of Fame uh, voting committee. Yes. Yeah. Ajay and I talk about how we transfer from if we played basketball. It's going to be yeah. out tomorrow on 106.9, the fan Facebook page. How much time have we got left? Uh, 40 seconds. Okay. What did you learn today? Um, that you shouldn't praise Cody because it goes to his head and then he doesn't push the <laughs> Wow. Oh, okay, you said I'm a jerk. Okay, Look, yeah. It's called humility. If you can take coach, you can take positive coaching. You got to take bad coaching. Yeah, I learned uh, if you uh, ask for a host or a guy to come onto your show and be a guest host for a week, he then just rips on you. It makes it seem like you're begging for him to come on constantly, oh, all the time. What did I learn, really, though? Uh, actually, you know, you taught me some good stuff. That uh, we definitely need to mash one, up the 16 seeds. One through, yeah, I was gonna say one through 16 yeah, definitely needs to happen. Cody, I learned that the bathroom here doesn't have a lock on it. Wait, which one? <laughs> for more than a century, couples have shopped at S.C. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We have the largest selection of exclusive engagement rings in the area. Also, with the use of state-of-the-art technology, we're able to custom-make with precision the ring of your dreams. You'll be able to work with our award-winning jewelry designer, Joseph Needham. You'll also enjoy a vast selection of loose diamonds, allowing you to choose an affordable price range. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I never thought about his golfing career, if it was going to continue. When you get to be 45 or 46, just normal golfers on tour, you don't play competitive golf at a very high level on a consistent basis. But